Mike Dempsey here for Underdog Fantasy, where you just draft your team and Underdog handles the rest. And you can win big cash prizes. Go to underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app and sign up with code 1010XL. That's Underdog Fantasy. Use code 1010XL. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hickett. You know it! Jeff Proctor. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> rise and shine. Googans, go time on a Tuesday morning. I, mean, I just find a reason to get excited every morning. Glad to be with you here as we get you up and rolling. On a CTAT, Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday, big toys for big boys, much, much more. You can count on Catlin downtown, second in Maine. Uh, in business, over 100 years, golly, with us now for almost 20. That's how we roll here uh, on the drill this morning. The Jags have a new defensive coordinator. We'll share some thoughts on that. I immediately thought of the Jaguars' defensive coordinators in history you know what I'm saying and like what you where they came from what their track record was how the defenses that they were a part of performed the year before they got here and then how their defenses evolved when they were the Jaguars defensive coordinator it's an up and down ride uh, Mike Caldwell will actually will actually leave having won 52% of his games. Um, which is pretty good. <laughs> um, in fact, uh, only Mike Smith and Dom Capers have higher, uh, I shouldn't say that, Dick Jerron uh, also barely at 54%. But what, what were the defenses when these guys came and then what did they become? I, I think often you're... <laughs> It seems like you you are an extension of your head coach. And if your head coach is on the offensive side, it seems like the offensive side of that ball, of the ball for that team. In our case, it will be the Jags. Doug Peterson comes from the offensive side. Not that you can't build it, you know, on the other side. The Chiefs, Andy Reid, the offensive side of the ball, forever known for their offense. But shoot, uh, Sunday's shootout win over the Bills, notwithstanding, what what have they been? Uh, Carried by this year for much of the year, the defense, right? Big defensive matchup to get into that Chiefs Ravens uh, coming up. Jags were very stable at the position coming out of the gates. Dick Jerron was here for four years from uh, 95 to 98. And then Dom Capers gave a couple. Um, and by the time Mike Smith went 03 to 07, they'd only had five uh, coordinators in, what's that, 13 years? It's a position that moves around a bunch. If you're a coordinator on a good team, what do you become? You become a head coach. Somebody wants you. They wanted Dick Jerron, became a head coach. They wanted Dom Capers, became a head coach. They wanted Mike Smith, became a head coach. Uh, unfortunately, we've had a string of guys since then who, yeah, didn't exactly go on to become a head coach. Mel Tucker at a different level, uh, college football. But anyway, it's Ryan Nielsen is the name. We're going to get into his resume a little bit. Uh, he made a good point. I think you're going to like him from this perspective. He's an aggressive, young, looks like a defensive coordinator type dude. 
put that 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 thing on the side of the mouth spitting. That's what he looks. You see like. what I'm saying? He yeah. looks like a defensive corner. He looks like the kind of guy whose personality is going to excite fans. Let's see what he can do with his defense. He was in Atlanta for just one year. They were significantly improved. Uh, before that, he spent time in New Orleans as a defensive line coach. But in 20, this is what I'm talking about. In 2022, the Falcons allowed 362 yards, 22.7 points. Those averages were 27th in the league and 23rd in the league. One year under Ryan Nielsen. Uh, they chopped off 40 yards per game down to 321. That's 11th best in the NFL. And uh, also improved in points allowed up to 21, which was right about what the Jaguars had this year. So uh, we shall see. We'll talk a little bit more about the specifics of, of what he runs as far as a scheme, um, as far as tendencies, uh, those sorts of things. But... I think by all accounts, this is viewed as a good, strong move by Doug Peterson. It's a guy that they really wanted and were blocked from talking to. Remember last year, the Ravens wanted to talk to Press Taylor? How many Jags fans would say, yeah, you could go ahead. Go ahead and give him a look-see. Uh, Munkin has done a great job up there with Lamar as they get set for the AFC Championship game. But that aside, the Jaguars blocked it because it's a lateral move. Well, the Jags have been interested in Nielsen before Arthur Smith was fired, so that that move was blocked. But since there's a head coaching change, uh, Nielsen becomes a free agent, so to speak. I've seen Nielsen linked to some of the head coaching openings out there. So, we shall see. We uh, There are some pieces to work with with this defense. For sure, you had two double-digit sack guys on the edge. Can you find another edge rusher and move Trayvon inside? Doesn't seem like that is kind of the next logical move. What are they going to do with some guys whose contracts get more expensive? Foyer's been so good, man. You know, sometimes you don't know what you got till it's gone. I hate to mess with that. You know, I look at where some of the money was reinvested, and we didn't get dividends uh, last year. We darn sure need to get a lot more out of Roy Robertson-Harris and Devon Hamilton in 2024. If that's still part of the plan, uh, we shall see. For a team coming off back-to-back wins, you know, I don't. This doesn't feel like a fine-tuning offseason, does it? E. Don't. La- last year felt they sure treated it like it could just be a fine-tuning offseason. No, not this season. Right? They didn't do much at all. They thought they fine-tuned with the addition of, of Ridley. And they kind of stuck with what they had in other spots for the most part. Kind of a swap out Juwan Taylor for a first-round tackle, who probably played about as good as Taylor did. Certainly will, it looks like, as he moves forward in his career. So they kind of fine-tuned. This doesn't feel like, this feels like it's going to be more of an overhaul. Overhaul. That offensive line in the middle needs to be better. We got to get the running game going again, whether it's strictly O-line or we need more talent there. Pushing and or backing up ETN. I think we learned as the injuries piled up, the receiving core, which we thought was, you know, full of young, exciting prospects, uh, well, it wasn't. The receiving core was a weakness, wasn't it? Oh, yes. I mean, a big-time weakness when we played games without Zay Jones and without Christian Kirk, and who knows what the future of Calvin Ridley is. I got mixed feelings on that one, I find, E. Uh-oh. But one day I feel like, yeah, I think I'm going to go in another direction, and then on the other side I'm like, well, you know, what? Well, we'd invested one year. It concerns me what we heard Lagerman say. 
Remember? Remember we had that soundbite Logman had as kind of the season ender? Oh, yeah. I remember Logs. With the boys from Jaguars today. And so the topic of what do you do this offseason, by the way, Logs will be back in the studio with the guys today. He's a Tuesday regular. But he was visiting with, with them last week, either then or right after the season ended either way. But here you are, Trevor Lawrence, right? We're about to, it's going to be a second contract sooner rather than later. It's who you're building around. He's got to have his guy, right? Don't you feel like the the, the quarterbacks around the league, they got their guy for the most part? So can Calvin Ridley be that guy? The logs, comments, make you raise an eyebrow. I don't think it's a priority. I mean, I, I don't think you can forget part of the season to where there was talk about miscommunication. Uh, and I'm not saying that you don't try. I think you always try, but there's got to be a comfortable number that fits. Okay, Would you tag him for at. one year? Um, no, I would not. All right, and then he also went on to say he didn't, didn't feel warm and fuzzy between Ridley and Trevor, right? That, that's, you know, that's important too. I just never got the impression this year – that it was warm and fuzzy. You know, with Christian Kirk and Zay, Trevor talks about them glowingly. You never got that impression when Trevor talked about Calvin. And you never, from a performance standpoint, saw it and go, yeah, those two guys are really on the same page. All right, so that's um, just kind of a little bit of the the Jags' perspective here. Again, it feels uh, more of an overhaul. When you change coordinators, that's not a fine-tuned move. And so I, I would imagine that the guy's going to come in with specific ideas on what he wants in certain positions. We're going to have to manage all that around a cap. That listen, let's 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 don't get it too twisted. Jags aren't underwater in the cap. E, what don't they have like fifty four million? I I think I saw. Or is yeah. that is that not right? I thought that was about right. Right. Fire up the Google machine for the first time. First, how are we doing in there this morning? Good. I'm good money. I was a little bit concerned when I pulled in. What happened? Backed it in a little crooked today, man. You're usually, <laughs> usually straight up between the lines, a little bit crooked today. Makes, yeah, like, you know, just makes me wonder just a little bit. Uh, so I'll let E fire up that Google machine. And I will mention just a couple of eye openers from the association last night. All right. Um, it's so funny what winning and losing does in the perspective of great individual nights, all right? Uh, Joel Embiid had 70 last night. That's a franchise record. When you hold a franchise record for a franchise that employed Wilt Chamberlain for a significant uh, portion of his career, yeah, that's pretty outstanding. Because I know what you thought is, hold on, 70. uh, Wilt Chamberlain had 100 for Philadelphia. He did, the Philadelphia Warriors. But for the Sixers... 70 by Embiid last night, and it came in a win over the Spurs, so it was, you know, nothing but celebrated by 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 team and organization alike. I hope you remembered what I was going to ask you to Google. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, good. Because, you know, your boy in here is switched over here to the association. Uh, so Embiid goes for 70. They win. It's a big, exciting, celebratory night. In Philadelphia. Meanwhile, Minnesota Timberwolves 
got 62 from Anthony Towns last night. So Carl Anthony Towns goes for 62. That's a franchise record in Minnesota. But 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 the T-Wolves blew an 18-point lead. They were stunned by the Charlotte Hornets on Monday night. And so their coach, Chris Finch, yeah, not so much on his players' award-winning night. He called his team immature. Absolute disgusting performance of defense and immature basketball. Criticizing how the Timberwolves responded uh, to Town's hot start, saying they stopped looking to make the right play. I mean, there's lots of times when just because you score two, three, four points in a row, baskets in a row, obviously we're going to try and feed the hot hand, look for the hot hand, but at some point we've got to get back to making the right play, doing the right things. Towns shot it 35 times last night. Went 10 for 15 from three. Having a night like that on a loss doesn't feel very good or historic, though, Towns did say. But then they ask him, you know, are you talking about because you know, they were forcing uh, Towns? And, and, and the coach Finch said, yeah, yeah, basically that's what I'm saying. Like I said, there's a lot of ways to be immature. There's a lot of ways to be immature. There's a lot of immature performances here throughout the roster. We totally disrespected the game ourselves, and we got exactly what we deserved. A little different attitudes coming off of franchise nights, really, by uh, two big men in the NBA. But seven, that's a 70 points. That's a lot of points in a game. Man. Yes, sir. I'm old enough to remember back in the, in the 90s, there would be games. I bet you I can find you a playoff game where a team did not get 70. Oh, they're running and gunning these days in yeah, Italy. They find that thing up. What did what, what Google tell us? The Jaguars are 30th. And they are twenty three million over the cap, so they are over the cap. We were mm-hmm. wrong. I, maybe it was just I saw a story somewhere that fifty four million sticks in my head for some reason. Mm-hmm. But and we're sure that's twenty twenty four. We're not looking at last uh-huh. year. Yep. Or you, yeah, you got me covered in there. I got you. Well, there's probably a next level of what are what's yeah, but I guess what's coming off the books they would include that already. I don't know. Well, that ain't good. I don't need to hear that. I don't think the issue with re-signing Ridley, I don't think it, it, it's not about the pick. We lose a pick either way. It's about what the what it had cost, right? Like if it was Ridley just for, you know, yada da, seven and a half million a year, nine million a year, yeah, sure, you'll give up the second round pick. You're gonna have to give up a third anyway. But it's well, what kind of financial implication and how solid is that relationship between Trevor and and Agent Zero? That'll be important. All right, I got what I think is kind of an interesting look at this Ravens-Chiefs game. Obviously, it's going to involve the quarterbacks. But, E, I'm going to ask you some questions when we come back about the matchup and about some other premier quarterback matchups that we've seen and now this the most important legacy defining portion of of an NFL player's career so we'll do that we'll get into that a little bit when we come back on the other side a Catlin truck accessories so Tuesday means brunch with the tour Tom Alter pinch hitting we'll update you on 
uh, I am doing so far in the golf what I did in the Friday five pack. Edie, remember how terrible I started in the Friday five pack? Yeah, it, was, it wasn't looking good for the boys. No, I was like eight under. I was like eight under, and the, the boys were like seven and eight over. I mean, I was way, way back. And by the end, I comfortably first finished over five hundred for the year, and comfortably out of jeopardy of spinning the wheel. So I can only hope that that same sort of mojo can emerge this year. You don't want to fall behind. Uh, too soon, but man, there are a lot of events and a lot of cash at play, so it'll be a roller coaster ride. I bring this up to tell you, though, that the spins in play this year for the brunch with the tour. Big spins. The spin is in play. Whoever's last shall spin at the wheel. That wheel should come in today, shouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, that wheel should be in today. Yeah, appreciate the Guggen who stepped up after Dan Hicken's really just felonious hijinks. Shout out. Uh, hooked us up. We we have the punish. What were the punishments again? They were he uh, capture the flag, paintball, three on one. Uh huh. That one will not go good for him. The henna tattoo. No, I don't. He didn't do the henna. He did. I thought he did that. I so thought, okay, maybe he did it. Well, he, hold on, hold on, because I I got I know it's the mayonnaise sandwich. We're yeah, gonna slather him in mayonnaise, <laughs> throw cold cuts and and bread at him. He's got to pick it off of his dirty hairy body and eat it, which he'll do. There's walk to work. There's paintball. There is the uh, zoo, huh? The the poop, the, the zoo, zoo, right? You got to clean the poop. And, and uh, did I do walk to work already? Yeah, you say walk to work. Uh, you got to do the poop at the zoo. It's, I don't think it's the um. Uh, yeah. You know what? The text line. This is where the text line says. Oh yeah, it was this. All right, let's do this. Let's let's take a break. Let's come back on the other side. I, I got a question that might put this. Matchup this weekend between Lamar and Mahomes in even better perspective. Well, let's see. Let's see if you agree. Uh, up and rolling. It's Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Thank you for listening to The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Doing a little fascinating little dive here. Just like what the Jaguars' defense was the last couple of coordinators the year before they hired him, and then what it was when said coordinator left. It's been a tumultual p- position, in part because they've been changing head coaches. Um, so let's just go back 10 years. Gus Bradley uh, takes the job. Bob Babich is named the defensive coordinator. Those were some rough years, right? Especially those first couple three under under Gus Bradley. Uh, when Babbage left in 2015, along with Gus Bradley, I guess, uh, in yards allowed per game, the Jags were 23rd. Um, and in points per game, 31st. So in comes Todd Wash. Um, he was there from 16 to 20. So he came in to coordinate a defense that had been 23rd. And by the way, he was on the staff already. 23rd in yards, 31st in scoring. And by the time he left in 2020, uh, the Jaguars' defense was... Uh, 31st in scoring. (laughs) And 31st in yards. 
<sighs> the most recent example would be Mike Caldwell coming in to take over for Joe Cullen. Uh, Cullen forced into a one-and-done because of the Urban Meyer fiasco. Uh, the Jags' defense had been 19th in yards in 2021. Um, Mike Caldwell leaves. They were 21st in yards. It's actually got two spots worse in scoring. They they were uh, better by a few points. A significant difference, 28th to 17th. Uh, so what do you get from Ryan Nielsen as he comes in? You get a guy whose Atlanta defense is arrow you know, pointing up. He's when he, at least when he was introduced in Atlanta, he said he wasn't going to commit to either being a four-three or a three-four. Y'all know what that means by now, right? Four-three, you got four down linemen, three linebackers, a three-four, the opposite, three down, a four up. The Jags have the personnel to probably play either. He played a lot of man-to-man, so corners better be up for the up for the challenge. Um. The Jags' defense was ragged down the stretch. They gave up almost, forget what the overall numbers are, almost 30 points a game when it mattered. The team imploded to 1-5 and five down the stretch. And ironically, the one win was a shutout over the league's worst team. So, Ryan Nielsen, more uh, on him. Again, he pointed this out. Some of you feeling already, dude looks like a defensive coordinator. He's got that look. I see the hat turn around backwards. Uh, bent over at the waist, hands on knees, just screaming. That's what I can see. So we shall uh, see just just what kind of a difference it can make. Again, there's going to be some certainly some personnel overall this offseason as well, and uh, we'll we'll get into that. All right. So Lamar and Mahomes going to meet this week in the AFC Championship game. Significant from this standpoint, multiple MVPs don't meet often in the postseason, this deep in the postseason for conference championship games. I want to say with, if we can agree that Lamar's about to win his second, I want to say that it's only the four time multiple MVPs have met this late in the process. The other two, the other matchup was the same. It was Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. And so I was thinking about it in that context, and Lamar's fixing to win his second MVP, right? But when in terms of a legacy and what we're going to remember from this season and all of them combined up, I, I kind of present it to you this way. Play along in the car. You're welcome. It's free. About to save you eight minutes of traffic time today with this jolt of interest. You ready? E.T. Talk to me. How many Super Bowls has Patrick Mahomes won? Uh, two of them. Yeah, he's won two. How many MVPs does he have? Uh, two of them. Yeah, two? How many Super Bowls is... How many MVPs will uh, Lamar Jackson have won? Two of them. Yeah, how, how many MV, How many Super Bowls does he have? Zero. Okay. You're right on Mahomes. He is a two and two. How many Super Bowls did Peyton Manning win? Two. How many MVPs does he have? Uh, at least two. Yeah, okay. H- how many Super Bowls did Brady win? Six. Six or seven? Seven, seven. How many MVPs does Brady have? Uh, seven. Okay. Um, 
how many, you know, I got other great examples that are a little further. It's more my generation. But I'll ask you how many, you know, how many Super Bowls, did, you know, Terry Bradshaw is certainly. Of course. How many Super Bowls did Terry Bradshaw win? Did he have four? Yeah. How many MVPs did Terry Bradshaw win? I'm going to say four. Okay. My point is, at the end of the day, and Lamar and Patrick Mahomes are going to battle. One of them is going to move on and still going to be one step away from claiming another Super Bowl. Uh, you're, 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 you're way off on one, and you're dead on on the other in your answers. Okay? Um, Brady has seven Super Bowls, only won three MVPs. Peyton Manning has two Super Bowls, he has five MVPs. Dang. Terry Bradshaw has four Super Bowls. He has zero MVPs. Never won an oh, MVP. My point is, these quarterbacks ain't going to be remembered. How many Super Bowls did Brett Favre win? Two. Two. Okay. How many MVPs did he win? I want to say two. Yeah, right. You don't know. Right. It's a guess. I, I you know how many Super Bowls he won. You ain't guessing. Uh-huh. How many Super Bowls did Kurt Warner win? One. He two. won one. Two. One. Uh, oh, he didn't win with well, the Rams. Well, but was he a backup maybe on one of those Giants teams? I don't think so. I think he had gone okay. on already. But he definitely he, won with the Cardinals. Uh, yeah, how many MVPs did he win? I mean, you're going to guess. He, he won one. Yeah, he won two. See? See? You remember the lesser number because it's the only one at the end of the day that will matter. Joe Montana won three or four Super Bowls. How many MVPs did he win? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of guys, there's a lot of quarterbacks in particular. I'm sorry, Terry Bradshaw did win one uh, MVP. I shorted him one, my bad. But four Super Bowls, you remember the Super Bowls. How many Super Bowls Troy Aikman win? Three of them. Yeah, how many MVPs did Troy Aikman win? Like you was, I want to say three. Yeah, that'd be zero. Troy Aikman's walking around the Hall of Fame, never recognizes the best player in the league in any individual year, but he got those three Super Bowls. Mm Mm-hmm. Man, those quarterbacks win the award. They just won't give it to anybody else. Went through a little stretch, man. Uh, 91, Thurman Thomas got one. 93, Emmett Smith got one. 98, uh, 97, Barry Sanders split one. 98, Terrell Davis. 2000, Marshall Falk. Other than that, quarterback, 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 quarterback. Quarter- and, well, then you get Sean, Sean A in 05, LaDainian Thompson in 06. It's been quarterback every year but once since then, and that was the year that Adrian Peterson ran for two bills. How many Super Bowls Aaron Rodgers have? One. Yeah. How many MVPs he have? Like three? Yeah. Four. Four. <laughs> if he had four Super Bowls, you wouldn't tell me three. Uh-huh. Right. So just something to keep in mind is these two dudes, it's great that it's a matchup of, I would say, potentially two MVP, uh, multiple MVP winners. But the, the reason that Patrick Mahomes – is considered to be ahead of a guy who's won the MVP just as many times as he has since he's been in the league. Let's not forget that. These guys are contemporaries. They're a year apart in the draft. And Lamar came after Mahomes, no? Mahomes in the 2017 draft, and Lamar, I believe, 2018 draft. And in their time in the league, consider this. Lamar about to win his second MVP in a conference that had Brady, for the first three or four years, has had Mahomes, Burrow, the rest. But whatever happens this Saturday, and what could be a, just an awesome matchup, man. What a game.
What a game, man. I don't get that same feeling for Lions Niners. It might be. I don't feel like the Chiefs Ravens is getting away from either team. Nope. So that means that we get to sit in, buckle up, and and see who makes the plays at the end. Chiefs have a way of doing it, man. Chiefs Every time. Ha- Chiefs have a way of doing it. These are two unbelievable defenses. The Ravens' defense is number one in almost everything, dude. Sacks among them. The pressure they get on. Can the Chiefs run the ball? I believe the, the Ravens are number one rush defense. I mean, there is what a heavyweight matchup this is. And when we crown champions at the end of careers, you, what you're going to remember between these two, soon to be multiple MVP winners, you're going to remember the, the Super Bowls they won. You're not going to remember how many MVPs they had. We can go back to Bart Starr. We can go back as far as you want. I can ask you quarterbacks, and I think you're going to be able to tell me how many Super Bowls they won without missing. I mean, I can go down the line of the great, you know, I can say Ken Stabler. You're going to say one. You know, I, 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 just countless names through the years. And you may not even know all of those, like Roger Staubach. I don't know, two or three MVPs? No idea. No idea. None. Zip. Steve Young? Got a Super Bowl. Got one. Finally got his one MVP. I don't know. Two, three, zero, four. Got the Super Bowl, though. He didn't win the MVP. So, oh, I'm glad that monkey's off my back. Nope, he won the Super Bowl when he said that. Yep. Literally in the locker room after the game. What a game coming up, though. What a fun one uh, that is. And uh, every team in the league, especially those with quarterback issues, can look on in disgust. Those guys were there for the taking. Every team in the league passed on Lamar. Every slap, one of them. About to win his second MVP. With Patrick Mahomes in his prime. He's about to match him when it comes to regular season success. Meanwhile, Mahomes can arguably start chasing GOAT status, E. He's a young man. What if he gets a third this year? What if he gets another one, man? Two steps away from doing it. I mean, the kind of legacy to be cemented. And on the other side, Lamar, if he wins the MVP and the Super Bowl in the same year, it don't happen all the time. The cementing that that's going to do as well. Fascinating matchup. What an awesome one. One of the reasons we love uh, football so much. Uh, we're getting to the point on the schedule, sports-wise, on the calendar, I guess I should stay, um, where I start to feel a little guilty, E. What happened? I, I feel a little guilty, but I'm going to also offer you guys right now some great solace, okay? I love and look forward to my Atlanta Braves with the same passion Every slap one of you die hard, Duval till you die, Bolt City Brigade and Jag fan out there. So for me to compare it to football, hmm, it's about August. We've got training camp going here soon. In baseball vernacular, that's pitchers and catchers report. And so I, I can turn which is incredible interest and passion and can't wait to the baseball season. I know a lot of y'all out there ain't got that, right? So it's a longer drought. You take interest, side interest, like I do in a lot of other stuff, 
you know, outside of uh, NFL or local college uh, interests. And then for me, the, the the Braves. So, I, you know, I got that coming. So I feel a little guilty, man, because I want to refill my passion meter. And I'm looking forward to the next four or five months while uh, the Jags are mostly quiet. Now, here's where the solace comes. Safe to say the season ended with great disappointment The for the Jags? Yes. Don't you feel like if I ask you right now or even more if I'd ask people a week or two, are you really looking forward to next season? Yes. Yeah. But are you going to have the same optimism? No. Well, the Braves' season petered out last year. They had a great year. I mean, success is measured differently in in, in the sports. And the Braves, quite frankly, are to a point where a first-round playoff loss after a dominant year is no different than, than not making the playoffs, quite frankly. Yeah, it is for your history. But as far as how you feel, the fulfillment you feel. So... And the Braves made me miserable again, losing to the hated Phillies for the second year in a row. Felt disgusting. I couldn't get away from baseball fast enough or far enough. Felt no optimism about the season uh, coming up. Ah, but you get a nice little cleanse. You know, as sports fans, you know how we cleanse? We cleanse in the disappointments of our other teams. Yeah, the Braves nation felt like crud when the season ended there in, you know, mid to late October. But guess what? If you were a Gator fan, it got worse. If you were a Jag fan, it got worse. Cleansed by disappointment. I'm really looking forward to the uh, to the baseball season. A little sharing. A little sharing is caring around here. Uh, football fix with some NFL news and notes. Another of the head jobs, it looks like, is closed. But what's the holdup on, like, Belichick and Harbaugh, the Falcons in particular? Football fix next on a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. All right, it's uh, time for Football Fix. We'll start coach or statement via coach. The Football Fix is brought to you by Allstate agent Andy Bowers in Mandarin and now Orange Park. Mandy's dream team has got two fronts out there for you, whichever is the easiest or most convenient. There's nothing convenient about something going wrong, and that's when you find out what your insurance agent, and in this case, uh, agency and dream team are all about. And uh, trust me, you always be satisfied with Allstate agent Mandy Bowers, Mandarin, Orange Park. Contact either of her two offices today. All right, uh, here's what Doug Peterson says about his new defensive coordinator, Ryan Nielsen. We're excited to welcome Ryan, have him lead our defense. Outstanding football coaches, defense with the Falcons and Saints, where, by the way, I will add, uh, Nielsen spent four or five years in in high levels, not coordinating, but high levels of their defense. Uh, And Saints were always fundamentally sound in both physicality and concepts. He has a rare ability to both teach and connect with his players, builds lasting two-way relationships predicated on trust, accountability, first from himself, then the players. What I've admired most about Ryan's defenses, and we saw this in London back in October, was their shared intensity and enthusiasm to get the job done, impact the game. Uh, Nielsen's only been a coordinator in the, the NFL level for one year. It was last year in Atlanta. I mentioned New Orleans. He was defensive line coach, ultimately co um, head coach or high level, whatever, you know, top assistant. Uh, last year, the Falcons' uh, points per game were about the exact same as the Jaguars. We'll see how he likes the talent that he has here uh, to work with. Playoffs on the schedule this weekend, uh, and then there were four. 
They're still picking up the pieces in Buffalo, trying to figure out what went wrong. I, I saw this um, concerning text. All right, this speaks to my disgust. I wouldn't be disgusted with Stefan Diggs if I didn't see him act the fool so many other times, right? Either when things are going good or regular season when it doesn't matter. If you're going to be that guy, when the money's on the line, you best make the play. You best make the play. If you're going to scream and claw and throw this guy under the bus and demand this and uh, sideline histrionics, when the game is on the line, you best go up and make the play. And Diggs, despite his diva role with Buffalo, failed not just Sunday but down the stretch. You ready for this little nugget? In the last 10 Bills games, Stephon Diggs was targeted 80 times for 422 yards. In those same 10 games, you ever heard of a guy named Khalil Shakir? Do you know who he plays for? The Bills. Yeah, Khalil Shakir in those same 10 games. Told you, Diggs, 80 targets. Shakir, 37 targets. 462 yards. 40 yards more than Diggs on less than half the targets. Not promoting Shakir as some game breaker. I'm promoting Stefan Diggs as, hey, squeaky wheel, there's the grease. Maybe don't spill it all. Debo Samuel does not have a fracture in his shoulder, but his status certainly is up in the air. Can Detroit go on the road and beat San Francisco? Uh, am, am I, is our trust in San Francisco too great? Yeah. They've been a little wob- more wobbly than, than like, we had this memory of what they came in here and did to us. Well, we saw what we really were. The Niners have other good wins. They whacked Philly, but we see what Philly really was. Baltimore went out to San Francisco relatively late. They whacked them. Yeah, beat them like a drum. The Niners sat guys, but ultimately lost to the Rams, right, in the season ender. If not, it was super close. And that playoff win, quite frankly, it felt like they were lucky to escape. We shall see. Wow, this is a rapid rise. Remember Dan Morgan? Sure you do. The former Canes linebacker. linebacker. So important where the Panthers as a player, well, if you haven't paid attention, he got into the front office side of things. And he is now the president of football ops and the GM of the Carolina Panthers. Shout out. He was the assistant GM under a guy who failed miserably. Scott Fitterer, 2-15 and 15 this year. Um, uh, Morgan, seven seasons as a linebacker for the Panthers, the first rounder out of the U back in the day. Now GM of the Panthers. Um, it looks like the uh, Titans are going to go with Bengals. OC Brian Callahan is their next head coach. And immediately, rumors are starting to swirl about a, who could be a target for the Bengals' offensive coordinator job. Who's the Bengals' head coach? Zach Taylor. Who's his brother? Uh, Presley. <laughs> well, you know, last year they denied even the interest of the Baltimore Ravens. And I'm not saying there's anything to this at all. Do not get excited. Looks like the Lions are going to add Zach Ertz to the playoff roster. Their backup tight end, who made one play in the game the other night, ended up getting hurt. Uh, The Chargers are going to have a second meeting with Jim Harbaugh. 
And it just it makes you wonder when when is you know when is when are we gonna plug in on either Belichick or Harbaugh making the rounds? I think both have talked with Atlanta twice now too. That's football fix. You're welcome. Brought to you by All State Agent Mandy Bowers. Hick and arrival more come your way next. Oh, I'm sorry. Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. Bob Marley movie. We've selected this tune. Uh, is that out yet? It's coming out. Does that go straight to stream or? I don't think know? so. I don't know. I just saw a preview for it the other day. I said, ah, Bob Marley movie, man. <laughs> I heard the steel drums and I said, it must be Marley time. No, am I wrong? Uh, it makes sense, but no. You're is this wrong. Bone Crusher? No. This Yak. This Kodak. Oh, this is Kodak Black? This Kodak Black. He's a crazy dude. Yeah, man. he is. He's been to jail a few times. <laughs> Why? You could tell by his face. Well, and also, I was, I once, I once eavesdropped on one of the great conversations of my lifetime. Uh-huh. You did? Yes. Where? It was after Florida, Georgia. Okay. Uh, the boys were getting headed to the bus, meeting with their family members and such. And Kodak Black and Kadarius Tony were talking. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be a podcast. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I'm not joking. No, I can only take imagine you that serious, conversation. Yeah. I did. I heard it. I eavesdropped for a good 30 seconds. <laughs> I can only imagine that Oof. conversation. Oof. <laughs> that's, what is it? Is it NSF? What is that? NSFW? W, not safe for work. Yeah. Okay. NSF, <laughs> NSFW. Yeah. Not safe for years is what that one was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Them were the days, boys. Yeah. <laughs> them were the days. I, I enjoy it. It's good to be here. Jags got a defensive coordinator. I don't know much about him. Uh, Ryan Nielsen, I look at the numbers. There's one thing that sticks out that worries me, and that's he plays a lot of man-to-man. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, but I, he's he doubled the Falcon sack total. That was a good Saw thing. Saw that, like 21 to 42. Yeah. Now, I'm sure the players had something to do with it, though. I don't know who they brought in. Well, they don't have the, the jet, their person. Well, name name me a Falcons defender. Name me a pass rusher on on Atlanta. That former first round pick from Clemson had a big. Grady Jarrett. No, right? no. Um, um, he was a first round pick. Uh, uh, edge rusher. Who? It was a joke. I think you're Beasley. You're talking yeah, about Beasley. Vic Beasley. Bees. Vic Beasley. Yeah, not. No, he's not on the team not, anymore. Yeah, not Beasley. Um, so. Yeah, he led so, the league in sacks when you were like seventeen, yeah, and he crazy. had like nineteen pressures. That was, <laughs> this, crazy. was the Calais had six and a half. Bud Dupree had six and a half. Um, and that was their leaders. So they got a mishmash of uh, they, they got four got from Kay Nellis. They got four. Brady from Jarrett only had one and a half. Anyamata. They got three from Richie Grant, a safety. They got two from a linebacker. They got uh, yeah. three and three from uh, Lorenzo Carter and Zach Harrison. They got six from Arnold. Ebekitei, Ebekitei. Sure, you bet. So, all added up to 42. So, that's a positive thing. Gets, hey, I read something they tell you, gets guys to, you know, finds their best p- 
positions available. So that's a good thing. But Calais again, Campbell led the Falcons in sacks. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Should have pretty good. Should have kept him too. Should have signed him. Should have said, "Oh no, Calais, you won't be a role player here. You'll probably start. We're not yeah. very good." Yeah. That was they a mis- have that. That was a misfire here. Yeah. Just, Another one, just but one whatever. Of the, the, uh, the mini. My point is, I don't think this defense is made to play a lot of man. But if that's again, I'll um, I defer to him. He knows I, well, more than I, I know. I do think this. I think it'll be a big year for Tyson Campbell. I doubt he forgot how to be a good corner. I really I think the injuries up. all year long. He tried to play through them. He was yeah. just never right. He took a took a bullet of perception. But I, I still think just. Ball skill wise, there's potential there, but yeah, he. I tell you, I think fans will like this. His persona, yeah, he's that young, youngish, aggressive, you know, um, emotional. Yeah, you know, fans like to see that, right? They like to Usually see that the fire. Coordinator, he's fiery. Like that. Yeah, you know, he's fiery, and, he, but, and he's arrow pointing up, and he has been a defensive coordinator, unlike Mike Caldwell, who hadn't. Mm-hmm. No, I went back and looked, Dan, at the end of the day, almost every defensive coordinator the Jaguars have hired, he's taken over a bad defense, and he's left a bad defense. <clears throat> yeah. They, a couple of them have flared in the middle. Mm-hmm. I'm especially talking about, like, since Dom Capers left. That, right. Those first ones were pretty consistent. But since then, you know, they'll come in, they'll take over a defense that's 20th and 28th, and they'll leave with a defense that's 22nd and 26th, or 19th and 30th. It's, it's you know... I gotta know how. I want to know how Ryan Nielsen played defensive tackle at USC. As D line coach, he must have lost a bunch of weight. Is how ninety seven to oh one. I mean, I, I just I, what? Well, you is know, he Don Davy. I mean, who is he? Remember Don Davy? Sure, Our buddy Don Davy. Of course, got all skinny. Yeah, I, I mean, triathlete. Um, yeah, he's definitely uh, thinned up. He must be tall. I mean, that's all. But by looking at this frame, I mean, he must have lost, you know, fifty pounds. Maybe, maybe he went from two seventy or two eighty to two thirty. Looking at a picture of him here at USC. Do we have yeah, it? He's kind of thick. I wonder what his current. I guess he's a big. Maybe he's a big dude who just measure, thinned up a little. Right. Yeah. Like if you saw Paselli today, you'd say that guy played tackle. Good point. He was last time you saw Paselli in person. Uh, during the season. Yeah. It's, and, yeah well, he'd, no. already, he'd already lost a bunch. By yeah, him. he did. But he's, like, really trimmed up. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. a strong safety That's six foot five. Yeah, there, well, there you there go. You That's go. why he looks. That's yeah. why. There you go. For sure. Yeah, I have a daily double take that'll kind of tie in some, some history when it comes to hoops. All right. But I was fascinated by different reactions from two NBA cities last night, okay? Yeah. The first is this. The daily double take brought to you by the Dash. Hey, man, stop in and get a double take of those fresh Delicious biscuits this morning. And the coffee, locally sourced, always ground fresh, day of. Enjoy that as well. And then you you know about the Dash, whether it's the Boss, the Duval, the BLT, the Cuban. We love them all, and they are there for your taking. So The Boss. Yeah, stop by and see our friends at, at, at the Dash. Yesterday was the anniversary of Kobe Bryant's 81-point game. Mm. And I didn't even recognize that or realize that. I wonder if it was in the minds of a couple of superstars who set franchise records last night. Joel Embiid had 70 for the Sixers, and he was feeded as the hero that he is. Listen, if you set the franchise scoring record in Philadelphia for the Sixers, you've done something. Kind of a trick question because Wilt had his 100, but it wasn't with the Sixers. It was with the Philadelphia Warriors who ultimately moved out. And it's even more of a trick question because the iconic photo, it's P-H-I. Right. 
Or so you're LA, like, wait a minute, right. that can't be right. But and no. I had to think about it for a second. I did too. I go, okay, well, yeah, that's for right. just he for just a, for just a second, yeah. it it clicked on me. I was also surprised though that no one else has ever scored seventy for the Sixers. Yeah, even. that's I mean, a lot of points. Yeah, but yeah, Doctor J or Scott Anderson. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think one of those boys would have had that. Well, no. uh, he he had seventy last night, and again, it was just a kind of a, a coronation of what Embiid has become, and so the the organization, his teammates, they're all just having a big party that he scored seventy. Meanwhile, Carl right. Anthony Towns sets the T-Wolves scoring record. He had 62 last night, and the coach just ripped the hell out of all of them. Yeah, yeah. he did. Because he got kind of selfish and, and themed toward getting Carl Anthony Towns points. Meanwhile, the team blew an 18-point lead, and they lost to the Hornets. That's terrible. Yeah. And my son tells me, he goes, Dad, he goes, uh, Carl Anthony Towns has 41, and there's like six minutes to go in the second. I go, what? He goes, yeah, he's got 41 points already. I go, oh, man. So I went back. I got back to work last night. I was working. And uh, I kind of watched it. I was I was keeping an eye on it, and I looked down, and he had fifty three, and I was like, okay, let's go. And then he's just slowed down, I guess. He, but he got fouled at the end of the game. It was a. Did you see it? No. Oh my god, dude! I would be like furious. He definitely got fouled. Oh my gosh, he got. Oh yeah, hacked. yeah, I saw it. He went into about four guys. Oh, he got hacked. The guy came down right. But, but, but it was like three or four defenders went yeah, up with him. That play, yeah, I did yeah, see and that. They, they don't yeah, call I anything, that. and that's ball game, and they lose. I would, uh, I would, but you know, you can't. Ooh, frustrating. But anyway, uh, yeah, he they they did not – they kind of, as the coach alluded to, they kind of stood around and watched, and that's what, what got him so mad. I need to um, call my school that I love so much, my alma mater, and talk to them boys. I, what are you talking about? They are, they are some kind of tone deaf over there, bro. University of Florida. Oh, good gracious! They don't think so. on on which what which sport, which uh, subject matter, social media. Okay. Uh, uh, Sean Kelly is the voice of the Gators. Sure. Right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he does a something somewhere, a Gator Tales Sean Kelly podcast. Okay. All right. And he puts this out. On Twitter. Dude, I mean, come on. Think. Oh, boy. Do you not? Do you guys not go out? Does everybody just come up to you and say, hey, I love you? I mean, what are we doing? Sean Kelly says, hey, we're going to start a new segment on Gator Tales with Sean Kelly Podcast. Ask the AD begins this week. <laughs> Send me your questions for Scotty Strickland. We'll pick one for each episode. Of course, me being curious like whiskers. <laughs> Uh, Are they public to the replies? Sure. You don't even know what you just did, Sean. You're not reading the room, Sean. Ask him when he's going to pack his bags. Oh, bless your soul. Ask him why he hired two abusive coaches and then tried to cover it up. Ask him why he thinks his job is safe. Ask him why his winning percentage as an AD is 25% lower than Foley's. Scott, did you turn us into Mississippi State on accident or on on purpose? (laughs) Ask him where's Jaden Rashada's money. Uh, These all sound like fair questions to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm in line with those questions. Why is aggressive fundraising a good strategy for funding the stadium renovations, but not for the NIL? Why is 11 and 14 over two years acceptable? Oh, I'm sure this is going to go well. Um, please ask Scott if he'd like to relocate to Tucson. It's a great city with a lot of charm and great food. I mean, I just go on and on. Yeah, but, for sure. And they're I all mean, what fair. Are you guys, yeah. I mean, come we, on. We're not going to ask the AD. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. Yeah. Unless you're asking him to get his stuff and leave. 
Because yeah. he's done a terrible job as the athletic director there. Times have changed. I, I keep hoping that the new president has come in. Is it Sass? Is that Sass. So I keep hoping that the new president comes in and he, you know, like like good leaders, takes a year, get the lay of the land, the feel of what he's got. Sass. The strengths and weaknesses of all that encompasses the presidentship. Yeah. And makes a move there and realizes, man, I got this cowbell clown running my my athletics program, shoot, I remember when Florida was a big boy because Sass mm-hmm. um, looks like he's what, 50s, our age? Sass! Late 50s? So, you know. It's better than the old president's name. Yeah. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> it. Sounds like you're dropping the F-bomb every time you say it. And and you're always like, you never know quite how to say it. Is it Fuchs? Yeah. <laughs> Sass! Is it Futch? What is it? I'm just, I'm just grateful for Sass because we of that. Sass, man. Sweet Sassy Molassi. Show let's, some Sass, bro. Let's, uh, let's get some stuff done. But so. anyway, yeah, that I, I just, I you know, listen, here's the deal, guys. If you got a question about what's going on out in the public, give us a call. We'll fill you in. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, hey, guys, that's not yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Not right now. The only thing worse. Unless with- you want. That type of question. Well, the only thing worse would be... Scott, a- question for you. What about Tucson? <laughs> Do you like Tucson? I think they're implying here, Scott, they want you to leave. <laughs> Scott, what does this mean? <laughs> Coming up next week on the podcast, watch as Scott wrestles a bear. Dewey. Dewey. Dewey's coming to town. Hey, thanks, Dick Ripping Pepperfield. Great to be here. I just want you to know on the next podcast, <laughs> I, Scott Strickland, am going to wrestle a bear. Oh, it's Pepper, actually. Uh, um, <laughs> the, the, you know, <laughs> yeah. The only thing worse yeah. would be if they were just doing a live phone-in and they, he joined them in studio. Oh, jeez. Then it'd be one of these things you see Go on to the your, phone lines like, right now. Like the guy that— Scott, do you need help packing your bags? I'll give you guys a good one out there. Oh, uh, this is a good one along those lines you can go. But our guy, the bit man, who has just bounced all around, he bounced through the Rust Belt like a champion yeah. at one point. I mean, he was going uh-huh. from Johnstown to Allentown to Scranton to They figure to him Cleveland. out he yeah. moves on. The point is, when he worked in Cleveland, he worked with this dude, Jeff Galetti. Mm-hmm. And so Galetti used to host this call-in show, like kind of like we did on Sports Final back in the day. But our guy, we kept it clean and fun. Yeah. Well, it got in Galetti. It was just a raging temper tantrum type dude. Yeah. And so they would start pranking him. They would call into his show, you know, whatever the show was, you know, timeout with Galetti or overtime with Jeff Galetti. Uh, and they, they would, and the guy, he's gotten in trouble with the strong drink, Dan. I mean, it's nothing to joke about, but he may have had three or four or five DUIs while he was an oh, on-air character. So is. they would just ruthlessly go at him. This was before social media where you literally had to, you know, pick up the phone and say it. Oh, but if boy. you YouTube that, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of terrifically cringy stuff that you will you will uh, chuckle at. Oh, okay. Oh, by the way, I, I I've done something that I think will make you happy. I love being okay? happy because I've noticed Put some, some money in my account. Yeah. <laughs> other than that, oh. I've noticed some sideways glances, even some looks of disapproval e from my guy lately. Yeah. Even to the point mm-hmm. that when we got together for a lovely dinner, I thought we had a wonderful time with the misses. Yes. Uh-huh. They get to take the opportunity. It's really, I mean, we spent all this time together. The, the the women get to get together and talk about all various flaws and mistakes, uh-huh, and, uh-huh. you know, all the shortcomings that we have, all true <laughs> and verifiable. Plus well, the families. Yeah, the families, right. They go through, you know, how they've, you know, wonderfully uh, done everything to make everything as perfect as it is. Correct. Right, which is also true. But at one point, mm-hmm. you know, in the middle of this gala, yes, Hicken looks at me. Yeah. And he says, Man, you never did get that haircut, huh? No, I didn't even say I didn't <laughs> say it like that. It was I said, 
dude, you need a haircut. So, and you said, I still haven't gotten it. And I go, oh, my God. Yeah. So It was like free-flowing, like. So there you go. Oh, finally. Yeah. My, my dog got that yeah. true. Man, got it's about it, time. Yeah. Dog got got tightened I, got, up. I barely get any hat uh, hat head. I don't even care. Right. You could just whip uh, that uh, thing uh, off. Uh, yeah. That thing Straight. was a mess. Oh, it's just beautiful now. Yeah. I just I waited. I, I, I couldn't believe it when, I, when you know how they can see the last time you got your hair cut? Yes. I couldn't believe how long it had been. Oh, yeah? I knew it had been a while. Yeah. Here's what happens with hair. If you, uh, I don't know what levels we're stooping to right now. Mm-hmm. Me and Hick in particular, we both wear it short like at this time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hair's fine, short, okay? And then as it grows, it gets to a middle area where it ain't going to do anything. You had to get it cut short again. Right. So that sends you to the barber. Right. That middle, right. once you get to that three weeks, month in, and just now it can't even, you can't. If you, if you forge through that and get to the little bit longer period, mm-hmm. well, now you can now again do something with now. it. Style it. Right, well, I, not now. even style, but I can get it, you know, yeah. to do something. But that just got to the point. It was ridiculous. So my point is this. Yes. And I typically get a haircut three weeks a month. Is that mm-hmm. about what you do? Probably. Yeah, month. Every Maybe Thursday. six weeks at the moment. Every Thursday for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. September. Last time I got a haircut. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, right? It's like five months, man. No wonder I look like a Your hair doesn't freak. grow very much, though. Right, right. It, well, this is if really I, short. Yeah, but if I went five months, I don't dude, know if it'd be getting long. My hair was longer me, than you I think. did it during COVID. I, it was a mane. Yeah. No, I hear you, but it, it'll slow. I don't know, man. I, there was a lot more there. Just cause, cause it thin, was bushy. Whispery and yeah. thinner. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got a big a show today. I'm excited, man. We've got uh, brunch with the tour. We've got the Lockett Law High School Report. And we got this cat coming in who won his survivor pool. He's coming in at nine. Oh, that to tell we us talked this. about uh, yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so he's going to cruise by here and uh, uh, answer some tough questions. And uh, uh, Jacksonville's newest millionaire, I guess, is what he is. So Well, terrific. Maybe you're often looking for some extra cash. Maybe he can slip you some. Hopefully he bring breakfast. I think well, that's brunch with the tour. Will brunch be with the tour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you'll get so it there. I, you, I want breakfast with a millionaire. Though. No, 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 no. The millionaire doesn't need to bring breakfast. The millionaire <laughs> needs to come tell his story. <laughs> I well, Think this, about the millionaire. I mean, the millionaire. We love a good degenerate story. The last thing we, the millionaire wants is for people to, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, he's we should get even it gar- everywhere. Can we garble his voice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, always, I'm always hesitant to say his name right now unless he can't, doesn't yeah, care. So. I just decided to get <laughs> I decided to enter this contest. Race. I'm really rich. Really, really rich. <laughs> I got a lot of money. All right, so we're cranking it up here on a Super Tuesday. Rock the vote today as we decide who the next president of the United States will be. There is no voting today. Oh, this is the drill. <laughs> All right, sports concepts and rationalizations. We call it the 10-minute drill. At the end of the drill, E loves to hand out razzle-dazzle is what he calls it. E, what is the dazzle today? Uh, you know, we care about uh, our listeners' health and their wealth. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we're giving out a one-year membership to the YMCA, Florida's First Coast. Valid for a household up to two people. Make sure you visit fcymca.org for more information. All right, that's cool. Do you, uh, listen, one of the great, one of the great um, records in sport is that of one Novak Djokovic everywhere, but especially at the Aussie Open. I guess he's gone to 10 semifinals and won them all. And gone to 10 finals and maybe won them all? Something like that. Is something cra- I know he's won 10 Aussie Opens. He's he beat bo- our guy Fritz overnight. He beat Fritzy. Gosh dang it, Dang Fritzy. it, Fritz. Can we get an American man to bust through? We don't need a woman to bust through. She's already busted. We're not paying attention. Coco. 
Yeah, we're not paying attention. I'm paying attention. Something, to well, something tells me if Serena had won 13 straight matches in the Grand Slam, coming off a sweep at the U.S. Open and now on to the next, yeah. she'd be halfway you know, home to her, quote, Serena Slam. Golf was really pressured. especially She, she saved a bunch of set points. She went down 5-1 in the first set and won it. And it's a good thing because they ended up going in the third set where she she won. They rather had tie easily. breaks in the first two sets. I, that was on late night, so I was kind of watching that at, at, at the. At the so uh, she's onto the semis, and again, uh, and she should win because there's. By the way, a lot of the big names out. have fallen off, yeah. although they're not as many. The quote big names aren't as big as they used to be. Sure, but it's still. But yeah, Djokovic, and this is he's got 24. He's going after number I think 25 is what we said, but I think he has some incredible record. Uh, at the Aussie Open, and and uh, pretty impressive stuff. As I know, he's reached the Aussie Open semifinals for the 11th time. When he gets through the quarterfinals in Australia, Djokovic is unbeaten. Yeah. So against the best in the semis and the finals, he is 20 and 0. Do you know who this is? That's pretty good. Who does this look like? Real quick. You won't know. You you won't know. It's not, does that look like anyone? Do you know who that is? Remember that guy Leighton Hewitt? Yeah. Does that look like him? That's his son. That's his boy now. Oh, we're getting old. Leighton Hewitt seems young. Is he a professional tennis player? He's a, he was in the boys' uh, uh, side of the draw, not right. in the professional side. Yeah, but I'm uh, interested for brunch with the tour today. We, we're not the only ones asking what what in the world gives with this kid not getting his money. Is that a golf rule? Is it an NCA rule? I can't get an answer now. I don't know what the answer is. People are asking me. Well, I pulled out of the farmers, but that but still uh, retroactively, to, you're not allowed to get your money. That's yeah. ridiculous. Well, I don't know. I mean, again, it's a, it's, you know, if golf wants to hang on to that, let them hang on to it. it I mean, they all know. It I don't go, think it's golf. Again, they all know it going in. Right. Well, you have to declare. You yeah. can declare beforehand. Yeah. But, but I don't know. Man, it still feels weird to me. Mm. Doesn't as much to me. Okay. It's like we're trying to just That's do, fair. do them a solid. Like, hey, get you. Like, no, he won the golf tournament. You should get the first place prize. Here's the thing about the kid. You shouldn't again. have to decide. There's no amateur anymore. There is yeah. no such thing. Here's a kid. Here's the thing about the kid. The kid is destined for greatness. I know. I mean, Still. those who, if you win a U.S., I think he won a junior am too, by the way. Remember how Tiger won three junior ams and then three U.S. ams? Yeah. If you win a junior am, a U.S. am, and I'm not positive on the junior am, but if you win a U.S. am and a PGA Tour event as a amateur, amateur, you're, For sure, yeah. And they say... He's out, hitting these marks at like speed. It's like speed, Tiger, Jack, They say Phil, he has, and again, or somebody. again, I'm not saying this. He, I'm not saying he's this guy. But they say on the course, he wants to kill you like Tiger did. Like that's his makeup. Good. Well, it'll be so, fun to watch. It might be an interesting one. I got a question about Lamar. I'll ask both of you this question. And E, you, because you're a Lamar lover now, you've... Sold your soul. You've given I, up on I, your Jaguars. Oh, boogie. Yeah, you, 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 you probably are personally responsible for starting the downward spiral of our franchise when you sold out with Gritty. And, and Dang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dang. It hasn't been the same since. Is that fair, Jeff? Came hard. It's, there's, there's, some, there's some validity. There. There's some shadowy <laughs> truth there. Dang. <laughs> you could have said no Gritty, but yeah. I'll get you Trevor. Yeah. But you didn't, yeah. did you? That's fair. You didn't. That's fair. You could have said no, Trevor, or no, Gritty, but I'll get you, okay. you know, ETN. All right. But you did. Okay. You could have said no, Gritty. I'm not going to buy you that eight jersey, but I'll get you a 32 like Tyson Campbell. But you didn't. 
Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I don't want to break down on that. Clearly I just disappointed want to you, this... you more than we even realized at the time. Right? Yeah. Yes. I just want to ask you both this question. Okay. Ask us. If he loses yeah. on Sunday. It's going to be a rough Monday. Uh, the, the, it's all back at, on again, right? Yeah. He's got to get the Josh Allen treatment. He's got to win. Even Josh Allen is. Because he... quite honestly, yeah. with all due respect, all right. beating Houston don't mean squat. Well, and winning the MVP don't mean squat. No. It doesn't mean a thing. I did the show. Did you happen to be listening when we were going through? No. Okay, well, I'm going to play this game with you, too. It's a fascinating one, but continue. Right. Well, I listen, a loss by Lamar changes the entire narrative of their season. And I was thinking about it, so I was like, well, who can win, who's going to win this game? And it, it, I've come to the conclusion, it's Baltimore's time. Like, like... Oh, like, I don't think Kansas City can flip the switch. Like, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, this Sunday, he's going to drop those two balls that he happened to somehow stick in his hands on Sunday. Uh, uh, Kelsey's going to miss one on Sunday. The the things that plague Kansas City all season long are going to be back, I think. And I think, now, here's the other side if Mahomes of that, goes and wins that game, oh, man, tip well, here, of the cap. Here, Here's the other side of that. Uh -huh. And I hear what you're saying. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The Chiefs so far in the postseason. What's the, what's the line on that game, by the way? I'll have to look. All right. I, I think the Ravens are favored by like three and a half. Okay. I'd still play Kansas City as an underdog. The Chiefs this postseason, okay, mm -hmm. their first round game, they took on Miami, the number two scoring offense in the yeah. NFL this year. Yeah, they played great. The second game, they gave, they took on Buffalo, the number six scoring offense. Yeah. Now, Buffalo scored in totality, but second half of those two games combined, yeah. seven points. That Chiefs defense is for real now. So the defense, the defensive advantage that you get from the Ravens yeah. is going to be close to a wash. So now it's really mm -hmm. that much more. It's Lamar against Mahomes. They each have issues with their own offense that they have to deal with. Neither one of them has great supporting cast this year. Lamar, especially without his Kelsey, Mark Andrews. Although he's probably going to play. Well, that'd be good news for them. The but li and likely he's played terrific. I imagine we'll see both of them on the field a lot. Mm-hmm. But if Lamar wins, though, it does a lot for him as well. For it gets, sure. It gets him to a Super Bowl. He needs to win. He's still got to win he's one, beating though. Patrick Mahomes. Okay, here's, yeah. here's where I was going to go to, Dan. Joe Burrow beat Patrick Mahomes, too, though. Hey, right? Dan. Yes, sir. Uh, Lamar's about to win his second MVP. There haven't been, but I think, three other matchups of multiple MVP winners in conference championship game history. Yeah. All three of those matchups occurred between Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Yeah. But when we look back on the winner of those games... Okay, or you look back on those games, it's it's the conference championship part of the equation that mattered. And you don't realize that until it's all said and done. I'm going to ask you, and I think you can answer me rather quickly on some of these questions and more paused and maybe sometime incorrectly on the other. Super Bowls for Peyton Manning, please. Two. Super Bowls for Tom Brady, please. Uh, he won seven. Super Bowls for Terry Bradshaw, please. Four. Super Bowl, okay, we'll stop there for now. Mm -hmm. MVPs for Peyton Manning? He won a bunch. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, he won a bunch. Yeah, yeah, he won two Super Bowls. You told me pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> MVPs for Tom Brady. He won some, but not as yeah. many Super Bowls. But, uh, don't know. Won, but yeah. you told me seven like that, right? Yeah. Uh, MVPs for Terry Bradshaw. I don't think he any. Won any. Right? He did win one. He did. Point. Brady won three. Man who won five. The point is, no one remembers at the end of the career the MVPs at all. So yeah. this is a nice matchup of multiple MVPs. Yeah. You know if a guy ever played an at an MVP level most of the time. Yeah. But 1,000%, you'll remember how many Super Bowl. How many Super Bowls did Kurt Warner win? 
Kurt won the uh, he won one. one. Yeah. How many yeah. MVPs did he win? He won a couple. Yeah. I think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this it's yeah. You don't remember that. I, yeah. I'll, I'll grant you that. I think. Um, well, it's just interesting because that MVP is going to be does. such a hook to this game. Yeah. Multiple MVP yeah, winners. That's fair, but it does accentuate. But if he loses this game, then he's got nothing. All he has to show for it. And I kind of want to teach Ian Gritty a lesson on this one. I may pull for oh, Kansas City. Dang. Yeah. I'm pulling for Lamar. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I don't I'm know. For I, Lamar. I, I want to see Lamar. I win. don't like it. I told you I don't like any of the teams but Detroit. So I'll just, you know what I'll do? This is one of those games where I'll sit back and watch and hope for a great game. And then I'll find myself pulling for a team and I'll sit, sit to myself and wonder, why do you think you're pulling for this team, Dan? And then I'll try to answer myself. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of, I'm, I'm so over the Chiefs. And I don't know why they've won six straight AFC championships. I, or they've been to six straight AFC championships, which is something we can only dream of. We just like to go to one, please. Mm. Again. Somebody on what we were talking about, the kids, somebody on the text line mm-hmm. said, and I didn't realize, Mike Miller has a kid playing at Creighton. Does he really? <laughs> the former Gator. Wow. Mike, Mike Miller's got a kid playing wow. for, for Creighton already. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, 641-1010. Uh, if you'd like that razzle-dazzle, get your health and your mind right. Uh-huh. Your e, wellness, your mental health. Get all come that Come kind, right. come courteous, come correct, and you'll be a winner. Tell them what they're going to win as we head to break. One-year membership at the YMCA for a, a valid for a household up to two. Make sure you visit YMCA or fcymca.org for more information. Let me, let me also throw this. Uh, no need for the music, but I'll just let you know. Also, on a Catlin Truck Accessory uh, Tuesday, it's brought to you by Catlin Truck Accessory, and that's the Drill Speed Trap Alert. We got one right now, JTB Westbound, right after Belfort. Keep those speeds down. Keep that cash on your pocket. Keep the city, streets, thoroughfares safe for all Guggenhood. We're back with more next. You're listening to The Drill. All right. We're back. Rocking you through a Catlin Chuck Accessories Tuesday morning. Um, Mel Kuyper's newest mock draft is out. We'll take a look at that just after the 8 o'clock hour. So stick around. That's coming up in about 15 minutes. The old dame is officially dead. And that's journalism, Hick. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm just saying this from a buyer beware standpoint. There used to be a time, ah, this isn't an old man screaming at the wind. I could care less. I feel pretty informed on what I know and learn. I double and triple check on everything that I personally am hearing. Used to be if you were in a listening audience or you were part of the reading uh, clientele or if you watched, you were part of the watchful audience, you could trust that what someone in a public platform of journalism was telling you was true. Okay, The lines have been so blurred, Hick, between... The compromise of 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 endorsement, mm-hmm. right? There used to be a day where if you were a TV sportscaster or a TV or a, 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 a newspaper reporter, you couldn't. And again, I'm not speaking out of both sides of my mouth because we've worked on all different levels of this journalism machine. And on this side, this opinion side, the rules are different when it comes to endorsement and otherwise. We're strictly giving you our opinion, whereas Traditionally, online reporting, newspaper reporting, television reporting, they they have to, there's certain checks and balances that you go through that have to be accurate. It mattered. Yeah. And that's just not, you know, I, I'm reading to the point that it's blurred that even somebody like me who does some gatekeeping, Dan, I got to remind myself sometimes and double check just what is a variable, you know, a, a variable source and what's not. 
Okay. Like, is there one? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know the difference between Bleacher Report, fan sided, you know, all these different things. Is it just some Joe head of the fan club writing his opinion, or is are we getting fact? Well, I, I, I fell into that trap a little bit, or at least that concern when I saw a headline yesterday about Billy Napier. Yeah. And I read it to you in the break, but it's just basically could could the could NCAA penalties result in Florida firing Billy Napier. And at first it sounds like, well, that's just some wild fan's view of what he hopes might happen. Mm-hmm. But then when you read it, you know, it's Andy Staples, who's covered the Gators for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's Nick DeLatore, who mm-hmm. I think is a social media presence more than any when it comes to, to Florida. And, well, I mean, there's precedent there. If you're a losing coach and that falls on you, it gives them a reason to get rid of you. Right. It happened to Jeremy Pruitt. Sure. They didn't fire Dan Mullen or force out Dan Mullen, the division-winning coach. They forced out Dan Mullen that ran afoul of recruiting violations and as a losing record coach. Fair? Mm-hmm. So just something to keep, uh, be aware of. This, this as we figured, this Rashada thing is... I don't think Billy Neighbor had anything to do with the I don't Rashada need, thing, though. I, I, don't, I don't think Billy Neighbor said, yeah, go ahead and offer him $13 yeah, million. Me, this sounds like it came from the collective, which was a mess. Yeah. And they had to fix it. Which will it. be program <clears throat> sanctions, if not... Billy Napier's culpability. Look, it's the same thing at FSU, but their coach just went 13-0 and and turned down Alabama. They could care less. That's correct. Whereas Gator fan base, their very own, may use it. I'm yes. not even saying that the school yes. or the university does. Yeah, I mean, I got lots of things for my guys who hate Napier. We can't even cheat right and those types of things. And, <clears throat> you know, and the, yeah, for sure. It's all about winning and losing, and that's at any sport at any level. If okay. you win, the coaches turn the other way. If you don't, they find reason. Okay. Yeah, 100%. Right. Here, here's another thing that I just found as odd. Uh-huh. And this speaks more into like the national, I, you know, I don't know if they're pundits, journalists, hosts. I'm a pundit. But I'm sure you have seen as you watch, and I think it was the Fox games. Have you seen them run this promo for the now merged USFL, XFL? Have you noticed it? And no. it shows the talking heads. Like it shows as if it's a clip. No, because I I, I don't care. Okay. It's, but this anyway. isn't about the spring league. Yeah. It shows a clip promoting the league of, like, Colin Coward, like he's on his show. This is the most explosive spring league that's ever been formed. Okay. And then they'll show, like, a from a side angle, Scott Van Pelt on his set. Okay. This news means that spring football is real. Or, All right. And so it's... It 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 it, it certainly they taped more, those. They weren't even part of that program. It, and, it wasn't a. It wasn't. It looks like it was pulled from their actual opinions about this and then yeah. used for the promotion. Right. When in reality, it was just a scripted promotion, Correct. and that's wrong. Correct. Because you are, and again, d- d- save me with. Well, that's what you guys do. No, because we really do do it though. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah. If I tell you, Catlin's Drug accessories, it's because guess what. Guess where truck guy Winnie? Catlin mm-hmm. cut truck. Correct. And so it's not the, the same as just appearing on a. Mm-hmm. Here's why. This is why it's especially worrisome. Okay. That may be too strong a word. Neither one of those guys gives a rat's rip about the XFL slash USFL. Of course. They can't tell you who the coaches are on the team, who the quarterbacks are, the players are, what cities they play in. They don't know when the season starts, when it ends. Right. Any of those things. Right. And if it's some exciting, new, wow, got to tune in, then that better at least be your genuine opinion. That's fair. If you're going to be used. And, and and I don't know if they had a choice, by the way. I don't even know if it's a sellout. This It's a ESPN Fox venture. They were probably 
used by their platforms to do that, which sure. is ultimately who in the old days would hold you accountable for endorsing. What do you smell? What's that? Ooh. Did you just do something over there? Ooh, that <laughs> smell. The mock draft. <laughs> ah, I see what you're doing. Ooh, that smell. <laughs> Can't you smell that smell? Mel uh, Kuyper. You are going to love, love Mel Kuyper's Jaguar pick. Oh, yeah? Even though you're a Ravens fan, you are going <laughs> to love. Lo, let me oh, let me quickly get you the Ravens pick, i.e., because I know that's what is more important to you and Gritty. It's a Gritty, man. Come on. Oh, by the way, he hasn't picked in 31st. That means they're not going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. The little kid will be nine hard. Uh, Enos Rakestraw, the corner from Missouri. Good player. Uh, but you, E, are going to be excited about number 17. In fact, when this player is announced as the we pick, will buy you the jersey. Your hamstring better be ready because we have an Insta challenge no. we want to issue you. I, oh, yeah. I, <clears throat> I think I may buy you this guy's jersey. That'd be cool. We get in Rome? We'll, better. We'll come back with that. Better. And more nuance from the Mel Kuyper You draft. wearing this jersey would be perfect for okay, me. Okay, bet. Yes. Yeah. And you're going to laugh when we tell you who it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I promise you. This is the drill. All right, I'm going to make this proclamation right now. I thought about it in the break. Your last proclamation didn't go well. E, are you rolling on this one? Oh, I'm rolling. Did we roll on the last proclamation? Rolled on that, too. What was it? It didn't, it didn't no work. No one remembers. Yeah, we want a review, though. I, mean, I know. That, what was it? I don't We need remember. a proclamation you report Let me go pull it up. All right. But as, I'll, as you do that, I'll make this proclamation. This isn't like a guarantee. This is a, I will do this Proclamation if this is beyond guarantee. I will buy E this jersey if the Jags draft this guy. Oh, okay. And th- so we're back to the, the Mel Kuyper mock yes. draft. Ooh, e that will, smell. E will wear it proudly. I will. Uh, the culture might be angry at you. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't care. <laughs> because I will I think you like this guy, too. So I, I think too. E would proudly wear it. But to too. your point, the culture, I don't know how they would look. Look at culture it. might say, welcome to the family. I don't know. Okay. I don't know who this is. Well, you should think You're about it to, because yeah. this guy be talking about? This guy plays in the cornfields in the he middle, plays of, a in middle of America. He plays a position completely exclusively dominated by the culture. Yes. Oh, it's our dog. <laughs> yes. The DB. Yes. Yeah, let's go get him. Yeah, Cooper, Cooper. DeGene. Cooper DeGene or DeJean, I don't know. Man, they're going to embrace Coop, man. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. If if the Jags draft a corner out of Iowa, which, by the way, I'm not in favor of because. I'd be okay. He's apparently really good. Got to be. I know he's really good. But you know who else might be really good is that kid we talked about who's that kid who's a guard at Washington. Yeah, that guess, kid who's man. a that kid who's a D tackle at Illinois. Yeah, I uh, think we'd rather have Sauce, man. We look back at ooh. Sauce, right? That's who we talk about the, that we passed on that one draft. This ain't this ain't because Sauce was top four. Okay, well, uh, this is uh, could be top four. Oh, look, there's Jared Verse. Uh, let's put him on the yeah, edge and we, put we, Trayvon we can inside. Use one. Let's uh, keep it on point here, and that is this is E's guy. Oh, it's E's guy though. I yeah. think a corner is not a terrible pick. That's all I'm saying. I, I I hear you. I can make an argument for need at four different spots. I really can. I could I could make a strong argument mm-hmm. that this would be the best place to add talent. Like and 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 corner would be one of my well points because of our new defensive coordinator likes to play man. Yeah. We better have some guys who can cover. Well, there you uh-huh, go. Uh-huh. So, uh, and and again, 
<laughs> he had three pick sixes, seven interceptions the last two years. Yeah. He played inside listen, or out. He's not part all of the American. Cult. He's not part of the culture. He better be good. He got to. He got but to. But think good. about the man. They would embrace. Everybody would embrace him if he was such a baller, like like Christian McCaffrey. That's baller. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Every, oh, yeah. Everybody loves CMC. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Come out. Come over here and ball, man. All come right. on. And right. we said what the, Cooper DeJean is an All American cornerback who's going to be a first round pick. He's a white dude. Have we even said that? Probably not. <laughs> that's what we're. <laughs> I think they could take that's that. That's what in, we're though. joking about. Right. Yeah. If you know, you know. But yeah, we have talked about it. We pointed it out earlier. In return punts too, in the season. Yeah. He's a he's yeah. a playmaker. Yeah. So, he definitely got but, sauce, man. But you could you could argue for a defensive lineman. Really, yeah. either position, an edge or an interior. You wide could, receiver. You could off, argue for a wide receiver, and you could argue for an interior offensive lineman. I could make a strong argument for all four of those positions, which now leaves it in the court of Trent Baalke and getting the best. I think – now, let me ask you this, Hick. Mm-hmm. You also agree that all four of those positions are arguable? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That means you take the best player who plays any of those positions. We'll get it wrong. Exactly. We'll get it wrong. Exactly. Just accept it. Hope for luck. Hope yeah. That Lady Luck shines on us. The, the taking Chase on 20 when Justin Jefferson was 22, that, that may be the biggest, harshest in the history of the franchise. Nah, there's so many. I don't know, dude. There's so many, dude. That dude arguably is the best receiver in the league, and we yeah. took a guy who doesn't even play. Yeah. Hasn't done, hadn't made a play in forever. David Bryan was huge, too. He made a lot more yeah, plays he was, than Chase he was, on. He was down the line, at least. Yeah, he, and was, he was 29th. He plays a much better, much better player than Chase on. Um, the in ooh that smells mock. Yeah, Jaden Daniels goes second to Washington. And listen again, Washington. Yeah, yeah, and and then Drake Drake May would go third to New England. I, what's interesting at the top, they keep putting Caleb Williams there, which leads to question: Well, where's Justin Fields going? He's going somewhere, right? I mean, is it? Uh, the fact that all are the mock drafters following each other or are the mock drafters Here's following? Here's what Mel says. Williams is a better prospect than Fields. We've now seen three NFL seasons from Fields. He hasn't put everything together on a consistent basis. There are too many unknowns for a guy with 38 career starts. 60.2% of his passes, 40 touchdowns, 30 interceptions, 7 yards per attempt. Williams, my top-ranked yeah. prospect, is ahead of Fields as a passer. The USC product has the skill set and instincts to be a top-tier quarterback at the next level. Taking Williams, this is another one that they all love to say, resets the Bears' quarterback clock, which matters in an age when having a quarterback on a rookie contract means teams can build a better roster around them. If they keep Fields, they have to decide on his fifth-year option this spring and then extend his contract within the next year. Are they ready to do that? With a rookie, they get four years at a much more inexpensive cap number before having to pay up. Now, Chicago does not have ideal leverage to trade Fields, but only takes two suitors to create a market. Remember that when... The Cardinals traded Josh Rosen one year after drafting him at number 10. They got a second-round pick from the Dolphins. I wouldn't see, be surprised to see the Bears get a first-rounder in return for Fields. I would want a first-rounder for Justin if Fields. If you're the Falcons, would. would you send the eight pick for Justin Fields? Woo! I'd rather send I, the that, 38 this, pick. I, I'm going to say this because yeah. I personally— and they can, they can send the second-round pick they get back from the Jags. Right. If they sign Ridley. Mm-hmm. Might be a third. Um— you know, I, I haven't been as big on, on 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 Williams, but I'm really holding his feet way to the fire because he hasn't won. His numbers are incredible. If 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 they say that he is that that like, and I know, okay, I don't say what Trevor came in that. If they're saying he's that kind of talent, 
Mm-hmm. And that is three years of getting nothing out of Fields, despite all of the reasons that could be associated with why you haven't gotten in. It wouldn't surprise me at all if Justin Fields went off somewhere else, took a team to the Super Bowl in the next five years. I think that he's got a, a really good skill set. He's been in a bad situation playing cold-weather football behind at times a poor offensive line without great receivers and with a sketch running game. I mean, it's not been a good <gasps> situation. What are you doing in there? Watching Cooper and Deshaun's highlight tape. <laughs> <laughs> he ducking on these boys. <laughs> Welcome to Duval, Coop. I like to see you in that number. What number did he wear there? He was Three? wearing 24 over Four. here in oh. his basketball so, highlight. So, I like it, to see it, you in that jersey. It, you know, And here's the other side of that, Hick. You don't get the number one pick very often. Yeah. And if you get the number one pick in a year where it lines up with the guy they're saying is you know yeah. one of the better ones to come along – and, and you're not a great team right now. Can you afford not to use that pick on that quarterback? Interesting that uh, Field Yates has him ranked top 25 prospect, prospects at number 17. Troy Fatanu, guard Washington. Well, that's a need position. Well, that sinks up. Um, some in the uh, he's a, he was a tackle at Washington, but in the scouting community, they view him as a potential guard because of his frame. Top ranked prospect at that position. Excellent foot quickness. Plays with a passion and edge. Has allowed two sacks over 40 career games. Troy Fotanu, guard Washington. At 19 is our guy Cooper DeGene, who I, be, I believe wore number three at Iowa in his last year. Well, he so. just watched you got to this... be a baller to wear number three. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cooper yeah. DeGene, by the way, uh, is Now we need to Mel's know, pick. is it DeGene or DeJean? I don't know. Yeah, no one knows. Yeah, no one. Uh-huh. Uh, Drake May, uh, uh, a quarterback out of North Carolina, goes three, so that's one, two, three at the QB position. Yeah, I'm not. I, what about Jaden Daniels? Are we sold on him? I, I – Again, in this day and age in the NFL, I would take Jaden Daniels over Number Drake two. May. Yeah. No, well, uh, May's somewhat athletic, too, is he not? Yeah, but he ain't Jaden Daniels. Yeah. Boy, May's got Again, some... Jaden Daniels needs to send a, 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 a chunk of change to the University of Florida. They did so much for his career. <laughs> they really did. Um, and then finally, Marvin Harrison Jr. goes four to Arizona. They pair him up with Kyler Murray out there. Brock Bowers, I knew that was a it was a joke seeing him down. Like I've seen some mock drafts where he's fifteen to twenty five. Yeah, and Mel's the first one to come to his senses. The Chargers take Brock Bowers at five. I don't know about that. You don't like that? Mm. Too high? Mm. I, I are you not being too much um, in, impressed or? I love Brock Bowers. I don't know if I'd take him at five. Yeah, are you just going because he got injured and the way he played the last four, few games? No, because he I had remember. times in his career where yeah. he was just like. I know. I know. I don't know. I don't the, know. the charge. Uh, Malik Neighbors, another receiver, goes to the Giants. Yeah. I'm just trying to see. I'm a receiver um, uh, from Washington. Yeah. Rome goes to the Bears. Mm-hmm. So that's a guy that E wants. I'm just looking at positions that the Jags might it's, be. It's uh, Romy. Yeah. Um, Another corner from Bama, Terry and Arnold goes thirteen. Brian Thomas of LSU fourteen. Yeah, seems high. No, a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, who is better, Keon Brian? Tom- who is better, Brian Thomas and Malik Neighbors or Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson? Oh, it's the first two. Well, it's easy to say that, but yeah. we'll see. Uh, How about okay, Keon Coleman fifteenth. Was he consistent enough for you? He disappeared for FSU at times this year. I wouldn't want him, but a lot of guys do. Like like his size and 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 such. I and it's not. I'm not saying I don't want him because he's FSU. I'll take. I don't care. No, no, no I hear you. I, I'm, I, I'm going by. They had that one game where it was close. And had, like was it the Boston College where he had zero catches. Yeah, that yeah, he game. He yeah. he had a drop in the ACC championship game when he needed it. He he makes some incredible catches and he makes some easy misses. Uh, the Seahawks at sixteen take Desmond Ritter. 
I mean, J.J. McCarthy. Oh, dear. No well, I saw something yesterday along these lines as we talk about the draft and, and stuff. Um, shout out. Uh, and I wonder if this will start, and I think it needs to. Uh, C.J. Stroud, did you see this? Donated, no. um, I don't know, half a million bucks or something to the collective at, in Columbus. Wow. Okay. And it got me thinking. Hey, Gator Pro guys. How about you take care of your school? You know what I'm saying? I mean, we got a lot of guys in the NFL, baby, making a lot of money. Be nice if those guys threw 50, 100 grand back to their school for the, to, to pay these kids to play football, you know? Yeah. Uh, get them into the collective. Where are those guys? You know? What ha- you know? Boy, that, that's, it's remarkable to see Chase Travel do that. Yeah. I, I, CJ Stroud. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I find that to be what ridiculous. Well, you can call it all you want. He did it. I know. You love it. You love the Joe Q public giving to the schools a lot more than I do. Like as as Adam was saying that bad. There's nothing wrong with it. I just, it just I find it. These dudes got more money. They spend more money. He's the they first former money. student athlete partner to become a major donor to the collective, the foundation. Hmm. Let's see what he did. I want to see how much he made. Uh, launched in 2022, founded, co-founded by former Ohio State quarterback Cardell Jones. Let's get a player on the board. Uh, Stroud became a platinum donor, which means he donated at least 50 and under 100. That's all I want. I want 100 grand from every first-round pick in the NFL. Who's a Gator? Yeah. Is that, is that too much to ask? I, I yeah, I don't, I, you know, I again, I, I think that it keeps us from the right thing to do. And right, the, yeah, the right, right there is the, the right thing to do is really simple. Yeah. The colleges and the yeah. conferences yeah. Yeah, yeah. are padding their pocketbooks mm-hmm. on the entertainment value of these kids. It's called the TV deals, yeah. and the money needs to yeah. be split up just like it does between the Players Association and the NFL. Kyle Pitts. That's the answer. Kadarius Toney, uh, first-round pick. C.J. Henderson. Uh, uh, a boy from last year. Taven uh-huh. Bryan. Jared Davis, Vernon Hargraves, Keanu Neal, Anthony Richardson, Dante Personal Fowler, Anthony Richardson, DJ Humphreys, hey. Dominique Easley, Sharif Floyd, Matt Elam, Mike Pouncey, Joe Hayden, Marquise Pouncey, hey. Tim Tebow, hey. Percy Harvin, Derek Harvey, Jarvis Moss, Reggie Bleepin Nelson. Rex Grossman, Lito Shepard, Gerard Big Money Warren, Kenyatta. Oh, he's not with us. Uh, Travis Taylor. Uh, Why don't Javon you go after his estate while you're at Reggie it? Reggie McGrew, Freddie T. We need some cash. <laughs> first Damn. round pick. Let's sue, let's sue the estate of all other f- former first rounders. I'm who not have suing anybody. I'm just simply <laughs> pointing out that that would be nice. Uh, by the way, uh, somebody <laughs> on the text line is saying that Cooper runs a four four five forty. What what are you looking at, Guggen? Why he doesn't run a four five? And he's like the fastest guy in the didn't he say hey, what's the, yeah, four just... two three or something something? All I got to say is, is he really four five? How could he be? Why would he be four five? He's white lightning. But wouldn't he? Hey, he wouldn't be the seventeenth prospect if he was a four five corner, would he? Is that true? I, I thought we looked it up. He was like four three two or he something. He was like one of the fast guys or something. I thought we saw that. I thought we looked at With that compar- earlier. Compared alongside recent high-level NFL stars from Iowa, such as Micah Hyde and Amani Hooker, DeGene combines Hooker's size and hitting ability. 
So he's big with Hyde's propensity for open field playmaking. DeGene has the potential to run the 40 in under 4-4. Okay, so he's about a 4-4. Uh, they, well, got the at, they got him at 4-5. Okay, here. well, there you go. That surprises me. Yeah. I thought it was... Uh, yeah, how fast is Cooper DeGene? I could have sworn we saw like a... I don't... He was like a track... Like a something. Was a track yeah. star. Yeah, anyway. He was a track star, but it was in Iowa. He wasn't racing the culture in Iowa. <laughs> he sure <laughs> wasn't. He sure wasn't. <laughs> Might look faster than he... <laughs> he sure wasn't. <laughs> I mean, no offense, dude. I mean, just keeping it real here. What... The fast is fast, man. He's listed at... What is he listed at? Six foot one, so he's a big corner. All right. Um, yeah, six foot one, so he's a little bit bigger as a corner. Two hundred and seven pounds. So that's some well, size. I mean, six one two oh nine. He's ideal four, for four five. I need him to be two forty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's just it's just a little side thing that the boys like to have fun with, and we'll buy. I I will buy E a Cooper DeGene jersey if the Jags draft him number one. There's no question about that. For sure, it'll yeah. be a lot of Cooper DeGene jerseys in the stadium. Well, that's a fact. <laughs> From all sides, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All sides. Hey, I saw this list the other day, real quick, and and then we'll head to break and get ready for brunch with the tour. But it was um, let me find it real quick. Uh, the top 50 greatest NFL running backs of all time, and it's where they went to college. So, uh, all time, this guy has Fred Taylor 24th, which is fine. I think he's a little higher than that. But What was the category again, Hick? I'm sorry. Greatest NFL running backs of all time. He's got Barry Sanders 1, Jim Brown 2, Emmett 3, Walter Payton 4, Adrian Peterson 5. These are all interchangeable, but okay. that sounds a, a fairly good, right? 24, yeah. Barry Sanders, Jim Brown, Emmett Smith, oh, Walter Payton, Adrian Peterson. Yeah. yeah, but you said Fred twenty four. That's good. Top twenty five all time. Yeah, but he had Tiki Barber ahead of him. He's better yeah, than Tiki no. Barber. Right. Actually, had Frank Gore ahead of him. He's better than Frank Gore, although Gore deserves it. Uh, he has Larry Zonka, John Riggins ahead of him. He has Sean Alexander ahead of him. Those guys aren't better than him. No, Mm-mm. you know he should he should be more where he is on the all time rushing ranks, like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. That's where yeah. he really mm-hmm. is. That's where he falls. I agree with you. The he's got Mojo. He's got Mojo forty seventh. Well, that's fair. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. But two Gator running backs in the top 24. He's got work done 25. He'd be the highest FSU. Uh, highest rated Miami running back, Edron James, 15th. Then he's got Frank Gore, 22nd. Uh, then he's got Otis Anderson, who was a great running back. Mm-hmm. He went to Miami, 36th. And Clinton Portis, 49th. So four Kane running backs. You, pro- you probably only know one of them, but that's okay. Man, I know all them boys. Stop all right, playing. Let's do this. Let's, uh, we got brunch with a tour coming up. So we'll rock and roll with that, make our picks. Uh, and then we got the Lock of Law High School Report. And then we got uh, Richie Rich coming in in the 9 o'clock hour. So. All you degenerates, gather around the radio with your degenerate we friends. Degenerate we have story. a degenerate hero, He's a hero in studio with us later He's today. A hero. We'll clap it up for the degenerate hero. It's a cla- uh, Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday here on The Drill. Oh, please is punch to have the legend Tom Alter in filling in for Stuart Weber. Stuart Weber. Stuart Moore. I always do that. I only know two Stuarts. And uh, we're going to ask you this year because the loser has to spin the wheel if you don't mind tanking his picks. Wait, it's funny. I thought about that. <laughs> and, uh... and no one could tank better than you in this case. I think, I think you uh, would be reminiscent of the uh, Jaguars when you start Jake Luton at quarterback. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, like – Mm-hmm. What if I picked a, just a routine 
random amateur like uh, last Ooh, week, and nice you'd have the first amateur winner in the. Mm. You know, the but you'd get no money. Years. You'd get no money. We wouldn't allow it. <laughs> so that'd be. Is fine. that a PGA rule, a golf rule, an NCAA rule? Uh, I mean, there are no. It's strange to me only from this standpoint, Tom. And I'm not saying anything. It's just maybe it's an oversight that needs to be righted, because there are no more amateurs in sports. The Olympics aren't amateur. The college sports aren't amateur. Why does golf suddenly think anyone gives a damn about the Walker Cup versus 1.6 million? They don't. They'd rather have 1.6 million. That's why it's more of a USGA, United States Golf Association uh-huh. thing. Um, you know, the, the word amateur comes from the Greek for to love, and it's you know they they. But my my point I'm would not be that it's naive why or old fashioned, but it it is yes. They, but why can't the PGA Tour give the kid then the the right to retroactively say you know what never mind amateur? That's the part that that could be easily well, fixed. He it should is be set fixed. up that he is going to get a uh, two year exempt. He's exempt for the rest of yeah. this year and two years after that. A lot of money, and he doesn't have to. Um, you know, he can defer that if he wanted to stay in school. Right. Uh, so he is set up. And and my anticipation, although I don't have any inside information, is that even though he withdrew from this event at Farmers, he is likely going to turn pro. And then he's going to be in all these um, yeah. signature events. Why and, wouldn't you? He's a really good player, right? Tell folks what is his background. I okay, mean, so, it can, is it fair to expect to see that Jordan Speed type impact? Well, it's, it's funny you mentioned Jordan Speed. So Jordan won two the only player ever to win two U.S. Junior uh, championships. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy won a U.S. Junior and a U.S. Amateur. The only other player to do that is Tiger, Tiger Woods. Yeah, This guy is for real. Right. And I don't know if you watched the telecast. I mean, I was flipping back and forth with the uh, with the football, football also. But his father said, so his father was following him, and, and his father doesn't really play golf. And so they're like, well, how did you know he was, you know, a prodigy? He goes, well, I remember the day he came home and he shot 59. He was 12 years old. Wow. wow. 12. I, th- I was shooting 59 for nine holes when I was 12. I, one of the guys said in the, the buzz on tour, and again, I'm not saying he is this guy, but they say he has that, he wants to destroy you on the course. He has that killer instinct like Tiger. That's the That, that second place sucks mentality yes. that yes. Tiger expressed so, early in his career. And But, Tom, if you win a U.S. amateur and win a PGA Tour event as an amateur, you can slap that can't miss on him. I mean, this guy is going to be a star on the PGA Tour in all likelihood. In, in all likelihood. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's fair Which to is slap an exciting time yes. and great for the tour. And it's the, I will say this, and again, I don't know where the relationships are or whatever. You can't replicate what happened Sunday on the other tour. That's the one, you can't do it because of the way they play their tournaments. And that, well, that's, that's the, the beauty if of this isn't a limited 48 man field. That'll right. be the same 48 guys all year right. long. We ha- we have churn, right. we have uh, opportunities yeah. and uh, that's what's happening right so now. It's great for that kid. I mean, and I wonder would he have gotten into the field if there was only one tour? I don't know. I mean, maybe he would, maybe he wouldn't. So you, I guess you don't know, but you never know. Yeah. But what a great story. And it's a, certainly a shot in the so, arm. And we haven't mentioned his name. His name is Nick Dunlap. Yes. And he uh, is currently a sophomore at the University of Alabama. How did Alabama do in the like Florida won the Natty last year? Was Alabama in like the final? They're always in They're the always final. There. Yeah, they've yeah. been really, really good. Gators took down Nick Dunlap. That's all I'm yeah. trying to tell. You. I tell you what else, I jumped out at me about <laughs> Nick Dunlap. Yeah, the most like Nick Dunlap sounds like the name of a guy who's been on PGA Tour for eight years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Was there a Scott Dunlap? No, no, there, he's a Gator, I believe. Scott Dunlap, right. Page, sister Paige Dunlap. Yeah. And then you got no the Nick Hardy. I don't know. Nick Dunlap's isn't that country club sounding yeah, name. It fair. just sounds like a guy who's been on tour. That's yeah. fair. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And which so he, he really makes no he sense. He has this uh, tremendous opportunity ahead of him. Um, he just won last week at Amex, and then you know he was in the field at Farmers this week. Um, the last full field event before the first signature event. So we're going to go to, we play farmers this weekend um, outside of San Diego. Then we move to Pebble beach. What's weird season. is that on Sunday. So the kid had the lead going into Sunday and shot a great round on Saturday. And I remember I watched some of the yeah, Saturday. Is that stuff. the 60? Yeah, I 60. remember Chambly said, Oh, they got two birdie birdie holes coming up two par fives in a row. I think it was like yeah. 14 and 15. He's like, he's going to post a number. And he did. And so you're like, dang, so then I looked on Sunday out of curiosity, because like you, football's going on, and I noticed that he'd fallen back a little bit. He wasn't in the lead. Right. I'm like, all right, great story, man. It's super, you know. Yeah. And then I forgot about it. I flipped back over, and they're celebrating. I'm like, yeah. son of a gun. Oh, and so it wasn't see, like... You didn't it, see him come down the stretch. No. And I, I know what he did on, you know, and I know what uh, Sam Burns eat, oh Eats gosh. Worms did on 17, and I know that there were some big names behind him or in front of him, and he went and caught and stayed ahead of guys like That's, JT yeah. and Burns. I mean, they were eye-to-eye -eye right in the right. final group. And right. He got up and down at 16 for birdie, makes a 10-footer for birdie. And 17, he hits in the middle of the green while Sam Burns flares it in the water. 17 was like the island hole, right? Sort no, of. No, that's seven. 17's the island yeah. hole. Yeah, so, I mean, and that's not like – Players 17, it's a little bit longer, It's a little I think. bit longer. Yeah. The green's a lot bigger. Okay. Yeah, it's fascinating two weeks stretch from this standpoint, too, is just how much you can change a golf course um, depending on the event because we've got two, quote, major venues, right? Right. You're talking about Torrey Pines, Pines and, and Pebble. Pebble Beach, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, these tournaments we're going to see the next two weeks is not the same well, challenge and difficulty that we've seen when the U.S. Open has been at those spots. Well, it's it's a little bit different in that uh, <clears throat> the time of year. It's the winter now as opposed to June where it gets a little firmer, uh, especially Pebble Beach. They can get it rock hard. But, you know, Pebble, you never know what the weather is going to be. It could be really nice. It could be really sketchy. Highly rated golf course, though, Torrey Pines. They're both really, really good. The south course at Torrey Pines is really just hard. They Tiger has had a lot of success there, obviously. He's not in the field. Is there any notion or even curiosity around the tour when we might see him and how much we might it's see It's expected him. that he'll play at uh, Genesis at Riviera. He is the host of the What event. about the players? And then we're hoping he's hopeful. He, yes, he said he, he, one a month he hopes to thing. play one a month yeah. and the players would be the natural fit. You know, it's a very flat golf course. Uh, he's had lots. He's of won there a couple there. times, even though he's said or he's been quoted. Not a or big the, fan. The nature, yeah. The, the thought seems to be it's not his favorite golf course in the world, but Although says it, something that you won there a couple times. After and he I, won in twenty thirteen, I think it was the second time. Uh, Joe Lacava was like, "We've got this place figured out." So, nah. and he hadn't played a ton since then between injury right, and the other issues. Just yeah. hasn't been around. How yeah. many? Yeah, of the last ten players since then, how many has he been in the field? Three, maybe. Yeah, and one of them he played and half. left. He, he withdrew in the yeah. during the tournament. Yeah, uh, Tommy, I want to go back to the Dunlap kid for yes. a second. So, like in college golf, the sensation was Obear. Yep. Right, the yes. Texas Tech kid. And so, but this guy, did he win the U.S. Amateur this past year? He did. Okay, so that's where he sort of Obert, who turned professional after well, he Well, the year before that, Obert didn't win the Amateur. It was no, the Georgia Tech the kid. Yeah. So did he, yeah. did, did Dunlap sort of burst onto the scene, or was he dominating in college? Well, when you win the U.S. 
junior. Yeah. You know, you're on the radar of every Did Tiger coach. win three U.S. juniors and three U.S. amateurs, yes. if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. In Is a that row. correct? Yeah. Right. Yes. Like six. Boom. Yeah. He's pretty good. <laughs> Unbelievable. But anyway, okay, so now he, he's, he was in the field this week, but he, he withdraws, figure things out. So what happens? Does everybody kind of come at him now? Is it like agents? Is it how does that like? Yes, he he already has an agent. He already had him, you know, because there is an NIL deal, uh, and they have that in college. Uh-huh. And so he has an agent, and um, you know, he's got to talk to his parents, talk to his teammates, talk to his coaches. I don't know if you saw the video of his teammates going crazy when they saw him sink the winning putt, but it's pretty cool. That's why good. wouldn't you, as a player? Why wouldn't you just go? Do you have to ring? Do you have to just sign that, yes, I'll take the money if I win it, or do you have to renounce your amateurism you, you before you – You have to renounce it before you That's play. just so antiquated. That's going to change within the year. I and, promise and, you. And that's, that's a fair point. Antiquated. Uh, yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's why – And I'm not, I'm not beating it to death. I just no, – that's, that's, that's There's the a hole in the system. between qualifying for the U.S. amateur or yeah. not. And, again, I'm not going to speak out to both sides of my mouth. There are a lot if – you, if you want to throw your heart behind a cause, there are a lot better – than pro golfers in the country club existence that they grew up through. So yeah. I'm he's, not, and he's earned this opportunity now and for sure. I, I expect him to take advantage of it. And it'll be, um, you know, it's just amazing that, that the field at farmers is going to be so good because we were going to put him in a future group and then, um, you know, he withdrew. So we took him out. Oh, but you were ready. Future group. Who are you going to put him with? Strong. We we're going to put him with uh, who is the feature group? Tom makes the tea time. We're going to put him with Obert because that's yeah. what yeah. people yeah. would want yeah. to say. Yeah. 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 Good. Uh, and, you know, it just didn't work out. How so. does O'Bear's game uh, stack up for this venue? Well, first of all, he's good at every venue. He is. Okay. So it's just a matter of, like, yeah. if you pick first in the picks, like, I don't know, I will. I just, uh, is <laughs> he the type of talent that you just, we, we, we throw him at, you, you take r- him first him every anyway. week? He's pretty yeah. good. I you don't know about him. first. Yeah. You know, because there are well, if you don't guys... take him first, I ain't getting him eighth. Okay. So we may as well start our picks, and I'm going to go with O'Bear. But the, yeah, you know there are there are horses for courses, and there are a lot of guys. Yeah, in this that's field what I mean. Play really well. But I don't want to be not the one. If I don't take him, he ain't going to be there at eight. And I don't want to be the one to miss the well, O'Bear he's from, magic. He's from Sweden originally, and right? I originally picked him out because my dear friends were Texas Tech grads, and so they pointed well, this guy oh, yeah. out to him. I was telling Hick about him like this time last year before he'd done anything. But the California guys uh, typically do really well in. Um, Tory Pines. Yes, correct. All right. Well, speaking of Tory Pines, the tour is currently in the lead. Yeah. I'm second. Yeah. I'm shocked that East, we're leading. Yeah. East yeah. third. And Jeff is bringing and up the rear right DAL. now. Yeah. So, so whatever happened with the wheel, I understand there was some controversy. Uh, he broke I did, it. I he stole it. He broke it. He did not steal it. But yeah, it was still busted enough that he's got his. Uh, we're going to. We're supposed to. The new wheel's supposed to get in. We're going to okay. spin on Thursday. Yeah. Okay. We have the options. It's yes. all ready to roll. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not motivated to. We'd like you to tank, risk. yes, know. if you don't mind. But anyway, uh, Jeff, you kick things off. I, I'm going to go. I don't. I don't. I'd rather take two other guys. Okay, but I'm not going to not take O'Bear and watch him win and say I had the first pick. Okay, so I kind of feel like the Bears with Caleb Williams. I don't know if I believe in him, but I feel like he's generational, and I got to take him. There you go, Ludwig O'Bear uh, is off the That's board. That's Aberg to you, E. Aberg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, e, you have the next pick. I'm going with Xander Shoffley. Yeah. All right. Betting uh, favorite. He Shocker. went to uh, San Diego State. Local yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. Check casher. Never go wrong with a check casher. Oh, gosh. I'm torn on these two. I Probably get them both, though. Yeah. Home is a defending champ. He is the defending champ. <sighs> Can't play. Had such a poor Sunday. I'll take Homa. Plus, I don't know if Cantlay's wearing a hat or not. He does have a hot deal. Okay, just checking. 
so I'm going to go with the California kid, Colin Morikawa. Okay. And hold uh, on, hold on, before yes. you make your next pick. Okay. I'd like to offer you up uh, Matu Pavone. All right, I'll take a guy that. <laughs> Is that no? Probably not was on. How about no Nicholas radar. Lindheim? I'm going to take Jason Day. Okay. All right, horses. I like Jay Day. Yeah, Jay Day's a winner there. All right. Well, then, wonderfully, that leaves me the hatted one. Is it me now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't play. So I'll take can't play. And mm-hmm. hope, hope like heck, he can do something and smile. You know what? Yeah, he. I'm going with I'm going with my boy Tony Fina. That's who I That's was going to take. Oh, I thought about him. That leaves Jeff going down. Yeah. Jeff, let me offer you up. Uh, Taylor Montgomery's available. My guy, he's playing. I'd like to see you go crazy and go Kevin. You. No, I don't like any of this. What just happened? <laughs> first pick sucks, man. You got to get out of last so you don't get that first pick. Yeah. Unless, yeah. unless There's a Scotty lot of Scheffler's guys who can still win this tournament. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm, I want, find myself. You want, you want a California kid like Saith Thigala? He's, he's a good player. Yeah, you, know, you want a former. Uh, I kind of got my eye on a guy I don't really like, but it seems I remember he plays. Does Keegan Bradley not play good there? Keegan Bradley does play well. Oh. I, I had him on my list. Yeah, I'm going to go Bradley. Okay, he, he has plays three top there. five finishes there. There you go. I need the money. I don't, like, about check I don't like how he lines up putts. It drives me nuts. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and it's shots, not just putts, no, no, right? it's all. Yeah. All game. right, picks are in. I, listen, I will say this. Thank you, Tommy. I started terrible in the Friday five pack. I was buried way, way in last place, and I came back, so it's you never know. Too early, too early to give up. We got a lot of golf, a lot There's of money a lot to be of won. Golf. And yes, yeah, so and if we start next week at the after farmers, you know, we have these signature big money. events with yeah. big money. Oh, million dollars. Oh, you got to get a winner. I'm going to be eight million down by the you know middle of March, cursing my life. Oh, for Pete's sake! All right, That's good um, stuff. We got well, the Lock and Law High School Report next. Nice. Tom Alter and brunch with the tour. Thanks for brunch, by the way. You're welcome. Good to see you. Let's go Mets. We're back with more next. Hoops, lady style. You guys like Caitlin Clark? Oh yeah, yeah. Did you see her flop the other day? I love her. I thought she kind of flopped the on flop. That. Yeah, the the guy ran right over. It was a girl. Stay, or the person. Stay off of the court. Oh, the fan. Okay. Yeah, the fan the ran fan. over, and so I mean, Caitlin they flopped. Ran into each other. Yeah. she like stayed down. One of them belongs on the court. That's she did all like I'm a spin, but she did. She did. A, she's a great athlete. She does a spin move. She's fine. Then she was a little, little soccer. Yeah, yeah. Little soccer. Yeah. Little histrionics. Uh, we got Kennedy. She did, she did have forty-five though. Yeah, we got record. Kennedy Rosendale and Morgan Gavazzi. It's Rosendahl. I thought you said doll. Thank you. I thought I, yes. oh, I got it wrong. <laughs> I got it right in the prelim. You asked. In the green the, room, I yes, got it right. Right. I am not paying attention, and I caught that. That's good. Yeah. Kennedy Rosendahl and Morgan Gavazzi. Yes. All right, and they are, they play for Ponte Vedra. And both seniors. A, both seniors having a great year. And then just out of the, you know, I mean, Morgan 4-4, GPA, I don't know, SAT scores are through the roof here, man. Do you guys take SAT prep stuff? I mean, no, we just, just comes down. was no, I just really, dumb? I really yeah. You were but dumb. I was dumb. We were dumb. Probably <laughs> I got like, I think I got like I, a thousand on the SAT. I think they made it easier. I did, they're <laughs> laughing at her. She literally rolled her That's eyes like and laughed at her. worse than my practice SAT. No lie. No lie. I got a thousand. <laughs> she took the one in Spanish and got 1,100. Yeah. I mean. These are like over 1,400s. Yeah. Is it still six? Is it? Didn't they go SAT they did for a, a while? They, got a th- they did three. They did three. Now they're back to two. Right? Math and English. So that's out of 1,600. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do you do ACT too? Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, I did. I just, yeah, I just SAT's chose SAT. Yeah. Thousand's not great. No, I, I, um, actually, just for the record, thousand twenty. Okay. Can, can, 
yeah. when yeah. you passed it. Yeah, I did. I did. And I, I got and I got into Florida. Got into Florida. Can you wow. ma- look at them? Look at their looks. <laughs> look at their looks. <laughs> Different deal. Yeah. That any questions? Yeah. Hey, throw, who's a Gator? Who's a Gator? <laughs> throw the three three GPA at them while you're at it. No, I was and I was in National wow. Honor Society, but I did get kicked out my senior year. Yeah, that'll happen. A little yeah. slip up there. Yeah, we don't want to talk about. <laughs> I don't want to go into it. It's been. It's a long time ago. Yeah. Let's talk about you guys. It's been buried. I have. The, you know what? Um, Mm-hmm. Kennedy said something in the break before we started. I found mm-hmm. it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. And that is, you ask them where they're going to play college ball somewhere. Yeah. And she kind of paused and said, like, maybe I do mm-hmm. have offers. Mm-hmm. But it kind of implies, like, like maybe unless you get into a school you want to go to where you can't play ball. Is that why you answer that way? Because most people, I guess, who get to this point that y'all are at your senior year, they want to play college ball. That's like the first and mm-hmm. foremost of the – you know, of the goals at that stage. And it sounds like it's one that's still up in the air. And I just, I wonder if it's because you played so much for so long or if it has to do with wanting to go to a different school where the ball may not come into play or just what will go into your decision-making on that? Yeah, I mean, I've always wanted to play, but like getting this far and like having both athletic opportunities and academic, it's like, what do I want to do now? It's so hard to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is no, there a don't scenario? stress over it. You'll no, pick the right. Yeah. Right. And if you go, so like, it's a matter if you go to a school that's more academically, more would be more your. Mo- and by the way, it can be for both y'all. I mean, you're like this carbon copies of each other with yes. the stats and the and mm-hmm. the grades, mm-hmm. and the, and I'm sure the opportunities um, uh, that are coming out. So if you went to an academic school, you might not necessarily even want to like walk on and play basketball or do something, or it would have to, you know, would you have to be recruited to play basketball to play basketball where you go? I guess that's my yeah, question. I guess like. I've asked, like, the Florida coaches and Clemson coaches, and, like, they'll be like, I don't have a walk-on spot right now. Like, right. you could be manager. Right. But, like, I feel like that's way too close to the game that to I not would, be I drive you nuts. I couldn't yeah, do that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, like, I can't I feel be holding you. their jerseys and not have <laughs> one for myself. I feel you on that. Big question. Which one of you got to 1,000 first? Made it. Ah. <laughs> so was it a race? Were you aware? Did you were you no? no. no. I mean, well, COVID like our freshman year, I missed like half our games. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. okay. But I, I also just didn't play. Yeah, freshman yeah. year. Okay. So uh, do you remember what? Uh, what was it like? It means something. A thousand points. That's is, a lot of points. So what do y'all average like this year? What are your scoring averages this year? Uh, do you know? Seventeen point seven. And you're about the same. Yeah, I don't know around yeah. there. Maybe like fifteen. Okay. Okay. Are you both three-point shooters? or Yes. Are we all three-point shooters at Pontevedra? Do we just get in a circle and let them fire? There's a lot of shooting there. <laughs> yeah, that's how practice all, is. Line up around the arc and just fire up threes for about an hour. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, that's pretty much The boys it. do. <laughs> tell, yeah. me your, tell me, was it a great moment or was it a big deal? Or when you hit 1,000, you go first, Kennedy, and then we'll ask Morgan the same thing. Yeah, it was it was a huge deal. Because, like, I've been, like, like, every time it's, like, write down your goals, it's, like, a thousand points. It's okay. been to me forever, and okay. then um, it was against Nice. Okay. It was at Nice. Was it Which a is three the ball? Rival. Was it a layup? Was it a putback? It was, it was, was it? a layup, but okay. it was a pass from her. From me. Ah, so very. <laughs> nice. And what about your? Are you with your thousand too? Yes. Yeah. When so did yours come? Mine came against Orange Park. So last week. I think I saw yours on social media. Didn't yeah, it was a one, three pointer. Yeah. Clayton Freeman, I think, posted yes. it or something. Yes. Hardest working man in the oh, yeah. industry. <laughs> Great man. He's everywhere. Keeping, he is everywhere. Keeping journalism alive is what the Clayton God bless Freeman's Clayton doing. Freeman, man. Yeah. Only E can rival Clayton as far as running. Out and about. Really? As, I, as far as I. Yeah, I, he's always at our games and then he's like out, e. broadcasting Shut another game up. at the same time. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> right. He's yeah. crazy. Good. I'm glad y'all noticed. That All right. So you guys are having a good year. What, what, we only got five games left. Have we had senior night yet? No, Friday. Friday. Oh, well, that'd be emotional. Oh, 
yeah. What will that be like, Morgan? Nine of us. Uh, Not, yeah, oh. I was going to say, they said they had, we're talking nine seniors, so who, this is the last hurrah. Who will cry more, you or your parents? I feel like I'll cry after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not during, during. I don't think I can. No? Okay. <laughs> and you have more games, though. It's just the last yeah. home yeah. game. You have yeah. a senior night. It's usually like a big two games after. Y'all expect to have postseason success? I mean, you got nine seniors. Obviously, you got a good team. You, you have a lead right now. Is that, yeah, I mean. Yeah, so I think districts will be us and Beachside. We beat them once. Okay. We can do it again. Okay. And not sure how our region's looking, but last year wasn't that good. We just lost to a team we should have beat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. lost to Oakleaf uh-huh. in was a they were great last year they were good it was like their time but now like it's our time okay Mm because we got all the seniors what is your uh what is your hardest class these girls have like 5.12 man they don't have any hard yeah i wouldn't take physics (laughs) i did not take i wouldn't take would i ever take take physics i'm bad at history so history isn't that just memorization I don't like it. You don't like it? I like right. math. History is one oh, of those. That okay. was this, history's boring when you're young, and then you get older, it becomes interesting. Yeah. It's weird. I, trust me. You're going to be sitting one day. Now and, your history. Yeah, right. Uh, thank you. Do you guys know, do you guys like, do you guys do like the AP stuff too? Or the, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the honors and all. All right, shout out to your favorite teacher. Who is that? My Kennedy. physics teacher. Physics teacher. Yeah. All right. Sounds He's... like you're trying to butter him. No, up. no. It's a hard class. Yeah, I mean, that's my favorite. No. Though. What's Mr. his name? Mr. Hillier. Hey, He's Mr. Hillier. How about giving our he kid an A sometimes. here? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Take care what of this young lady. She's a good right. student. She's out of class today, though, which is uh, good. Well, yeah. yeah. Huh? How about you, Morgan? Who's your favorite teacher? Shout this out. This year, I have to say Miss Goyette, my apes teacher, uh-huh. environmental science. She's just a great teacher and. Like to work nice. hard for her. All right, we're good. All right, good for them. Well, Let's congrats, shout out as well. thirteen and six. Let's go. Uh, Have keep... fun Friday night. Let's keep winning. Enjoy that. Thank and... you. Yeah, good luck down the stretch. Kennedy and Morgan, both one thousand point scores. And both four, five GPAs. Even better. SATs. Are Even just, better. Are just stupid high. I, Young, outstanding. Clearly, Dan, of they've made the SAT a little easier as they. You think so? Yeah. I think that's probably it. Really depends feel better, on the right? test you get. Like sometimes, sometimes I score it... lower. Sometimes I score huh. higher. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I noticed that as well. Back in the day. Really? <laughs> you should have got one. That... <laughs> I won't say it. You must have got I'm a really hard yet. one. Right. I mean, not all of us Super can hard. be valedictorian of uh, yeah. Yo Soy Barinke. 29. 29. 20 in, graduating class of 29 still counts. Yeah. Still put it up there. Yeah. I'm like the Harlan Hill 29? trophy winner. <laughs> yeah. yeah I was kids. in Puerto Rico. Yeah. 29. Graduating yeah. class. I had 880. That's right. Yeah, that's right. E, where'd you graduate? But not way up there. Here's the okay. difference. Here's the difference. Valedictorian Zinhick, they got 1230 on the SAT, and they took it running. They thought they were the smartest guy on the planet. They got into Florida. They got into Florida, too. One That's of our right. teammates is our valedictorian. Hey, let me, yeah, let really? me. Hey. Shout out to her. You girls, yeah. by the way, as you walk out of here looking down your noses at our um, academic mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. shortcomings, mm-hmm. just let us know when you get that letter from Florida how it went for you. Okay. Hopefully we're, good. We're, <laughs> I know. <laughs> You know what they do, it by hurts. the way. It's a horrible thing. Yeah, it's so bad. It makes us, as parents, ticked yeah. off. Like, my daughter and got in. Alums, my son bad. didn't. My, my daughter got in. She but um, it's it's very frustrating. And they do it on a Friday mm-hmm. at 5 o'clock. Ruin your weekend. So you can't call and scream <laughs> or complain. They shut down, man. You yeah. get yay or nay or, yeah. or deferred or whatever. Dang. It's a dirty pool, yeah. man. Yeah. They don't mess so around. Many people apply from Ponte Vedra. Like, oh, I bet. So oh, hard. I know. It's crazy. And there's so, such similar credentials it's hard i mean it yeah. really is because yeah. one of you will or won't or people you know will or won't and then there'll be somebody you know well, let me tell you something that did the opposite who's was either better or a little lesser it's just don't, crazy. Like random. don't yeah. let that deter don't, don't stress over that crap that's right you're, you're gonna be successful right. wherever you go 100 percent. shout at, out look at us cj shout out you go bandit shout out you go bandit yeah go blue wave <laughs>
Uh, all right, uh, that'll do it for the Lockable High School Report. Good luck, uh, ladies. Thanks, Appreciate y'all stopping by. We'll be back with more next on the Catlin Truck Accessories uh, Tuesday. A dip into the degeneration you've been screaming for. Next. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. I've been looking forward to this interview uh, for since I heard about this. This is Kyle M. You're the gold standard. You're the goat, man. You're the new goat. Cross, he's our, Set up first what the all right. competition well, first, is. First, and, let me introduce Kyle M because he needs an introduction. Yes. Kyle M is a he's, he's the king of the degenerates right now. Are we going to disguise so the voice the or no? We no. Decide. No, you're not. Uh, Kyle M. Uh, yeah. Kyle M. Uh, used to, this is great, Pross. Uh-huh. Used to call sports final TV show and talk to us. Oh, wow. How about Back that? in the day, huh? Yeah. You don't so look old enough to time. do that. Yeah. I, I called in and won it one time. Talking to the mic. Yeah, he won. <laughs> okay, good. So that's cool. So, so we got that with Kyle M. Been winning for decades. Kyle M. played a little uh, <laughs> high school winning. football. Okay. Over there on the west side. Has a state nice. championship ring or two, if you know oh, what I mean. So okay. you know where he went to high school. Sure. Starts with a T, ends with a C. Correct. That's it. And, uh, okay, so now... And he, he and his buddy, is this your best friend, real good friend? One of my best friends. Okay, yeah, one of your school. best friends since high school. Corey. Yeah, shout out Corey. Won't say his last yeah. name either. So, do you go to Vegas Part every year? Part of that year? didn't stick, set, apparently. Set that, set that up for me. Yeah, so I've been going to Vegas for a while. Uh-huh. Uh, me and my family go out uh, at least once a year, and then me and my buddies uh, a couple other times a year, but... Uh, I think this was the third year we got into the contest. Okay. So we'll go out every So season. you see this. What is this? Is this a known contest? It's got a limited amount of people. Yeah. What is the contest? Is it through a casino? or It is. So Circa. Okay. Uh, and if you're not too familiar with Vegas, Circa's only been around for, I think, about five years now. Okay. Um, and this is the fourth year that they did the contest. Now, so could, like, if me and Pross went out there, could we, or do you have to go out there to join? or You have to sign up in person. Okay. So they do two contests. One okay. is the Circa Millions, uh-huh. which you pick five games every week against the spread. Okay. Um, and then the other is the Circa Survivor, uh-huh. where you're picking one game a week to win. If you win, you move on. If you lose, you're out. And that's the one you did. And that's the one we did. Okay, so you each put in five hundred bucks. Yep, thousand so, bucks an entry. All right, thousand bucks. Is it limited, or can an unlimited amount of people join the contest? Unlimited. So what they'll do is they'll come out in the summer, uh-huh. and the owner of Circa, Derek Stevens, phenomenally nice guy. Right. Uh, he'll come out and say, "You get good rooms." Uh, free. <laughs> yeah, they were comp. Um, he'll come out and say, "Okay, we're guaranteeing uh-huh. two million for the millions, uh-huh. and we're guaranteeing eight million." For the survivor. Okay. So they'll set the amount of money that okay. they're going to give away. Okay. And if they don't reach that number of entrants, they'll still give that it's amount It's a guarantee. Out. It's like a poker tournament. But they'll yeah. schedule that if way, more so. get in, they're going to give every single dollar How much into that How right. much was the pot this year? Uh, for the survivor, it was $9.26 and survivor, million. You're so, and for folks that are listening, you're probably familiar with the survivor pool, yeah. even if you're not. Each week you have to pick, a, is yours pick a winner or a loser? Pick a winner. Pick so a winner. each week you pick a winner, and you can only use a team once all year long. So as you go through the year, your options are narrowed. Okay, so and you, t- tell us each, uh, tell us how you started. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and tell us the. I got a general stra- strategy question uh-huh, first. So I uh-huh. think it falls into one of two ways. Okay, you you play these games one of two ways. Uh-huh. You play them week to week and stay alive, right? Or you play them looking down the road three or four yeah. weeks as to who you can what or yours? can't use. So I ideally use the second one, right? You try right. to map it out and yeah. say, okay, I'm going to use this team this week, this team that week. We kind of said, hey, we're just going to take the best team available and okay. try to win week to week. I've that's. I, I've had some luck in there. I've never mm-hmm. played the Circa, right? Uh-huh. But just like in Buddy ones and right. stuff. Now I, there there is one additional strategy with Circa if if you guys weren't aware. So okay. eighteen week season for the NFL, right? They do a twenty week season. So what that is is okay. Thanksgiving Day and Christmas Day is its own week. So you only have three teams playing. So you got to pick a team. So that you day. do have to look forward. You have to look forward. You have to have save a team for that oh. day. So what? Ha- what? what I, I'm curious about. 
I get, did you have to take Green Bay Thanksgiving? No, so you, thankfully we took Dallas. Oh, you had used Dallas. We, we had oh, used Dallas, so we had kind of earmarked them for that week. Okay, so you do. And then the Christmas. And then Christmas Day. That was just a couple. Was that three that day? Three games that day as oh, well. Yeah. We had the Eagles, uh, which ended up Ooh. all. At that point, there was only four of us left. Yeah. And we all had the Eagles. Okay. So it could have ended that day. But uh, back on Thanksgiving Day, we had right. uh, – sorry. Go, no, you're fine. Go back to the beginning, though, mm-hmm. of the year. Like, what is your – now, you and your buddy, when did you guys meet and talk over the games? Oh, we didn't get in – you know, meet in person. We were just talking on the yeah. phone but so, like, uh, every did you, single did day. You wait but, till, did you wait till like, Saturday to make your pick? Or? So, so, Lions come out on Monday. Or right. Obviously, the, the games are scheduled in advance. Mm-hmm. But as we go week to week, we just look at the games every single week. Mm-hmm. Um, For the we, most part, if you can just take the biggest favorite, that's a solid you, you strategy. You think so, yeah, but not always. Yeah. Um, I hate the first week. Who did you take the first uh, we week? We had the Commanders first week. Uh, Again, came down to uh, the Cardinals, I think it was. I only won 20 to 19. I think it was one point win. <laughs> yeah. So we, we almost lost. And how many? And by the, and yeah, by the way, if you knew at the end of the year how bad the Washington was going to be, yeah. imagine mm-hmm. making that. Like, yeah. that doesn't sound as outrageous right. when you right. made it. We right. won. It was easy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not easy, but we took them. No Kyler either, don't forget. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But we would take like six or seven teams right. uh, and try to say, hey, these are the teams we're going to look at. Okay. Do our work, narrow it down to two or three teams, and then, okay, who's going to give us the best chance to win that? How week? many went out the first week? Do you remember? Uh, I mean, it's so you're over da- 9,000, probably two, about 2,000. There's always one yeah. game every week that takes out like 20%. There's like, you just see, at it, how does it happen? All, All right, so so the year's going on, and give me a clo- give me one that yeah, you're, you're sweating. calls. Well, the first one I'd say that, that saved us was because of Corey, but week three, the Jags were playing the Texans. Um, I oh. said, okay, great spot for the Jags. I right. think they're going to win. Yeah. It, it got counted to Thursday afternoon. Uh-huh. He said, I don't like it. He said, something's not right. He said, <laughs> Corey! Let's, let's take the 49ers over the Giants uh-huh. just to win. We'll get to next week. We'll see what happens. So, okay. 49ers win. Okay. Jags Sunday, lose. Jags lose. And that knocked out. They were the most popular pick that week. The wow. Jags over the Texans, they lost. So, that saved us right there. Um, By the way, his team name, many, his team name, Jacks Jags. So at least the Jags won something this year. How, <laughs> how many were? In, you may have said this before. I'm processing a lot. Mm-hmm. How many were in the contest? Nine thousand two hundred and six. That's why I got it to nine yeah. twenty exactly. million. You yep. pay a thousand a piece. You guys win in half. So, exactly. yep. hey, we need to do that next year. Let's go in half. So over nine million mm-hmm. in the pool. Well, we got to go out there to, to okay. Yeah, yeah, good. Up in person. Yep. That's even. I'm that's going even out better. there in March. Can I sign up in March? I think they start it uh, that once they have once they figure out the NFL season. Yeah, they have to wait for the schedule to come out yeah, on so how many. We games would go. Are we would get week. in a fight. We would yell at each other. <laughs> Did you ever yell at Corey? Corey? No, no, no we had great uh, great partnership. <laughs> good that chemistry. All right, so give me a give me another one. Get, uh, so the biggest was probably the Ravens and the Rams later in the year. Oh, what a game! Where we had the Ravens, they were seven and a half point favorite. Yeah, uh, we thought they were going to win fairly easy, but yeah, they didn't play well. The Rams played went to overtime. Very, went to overtime. Punt return. Uh, punt return. Probably two or three blocks in the back on the punt return. Yes, they didn't get called. <laughs> yeah. And the Ravens uh, won, so that was crazy. And then the other biggest one was probably the Packers over the Panthers. Uh, yeah, because you they oh, were thirty-three, yeah. thirty. They were up thirty to sixteen, yes. like six minutes, yes. worst offense wow. in the league. Yes, and they let the Panthers come down and tie it. And I think they tried to clock it with like one second left, but time yeah, ran yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's right. Panthers they almost had a field goal yeah, attempt. Exactly. Oh my God! Did, how? At what number? There's always these guys in a group in a contest. Mm-hmm. Like there's always the guys that want to. You get to eight. Let's chop. It's a million apiece. Or He'll tell, he's got six. a good story here. When did the chop conversation start? What was your your guys? 
you know, perspective on the chop because not everyone agrees. And so how did it end up playing out in the end? Yeah, so I think it was like a week or two after Thanksgiving. It got down to about 30 people. Okay. okay. It kind of started then. But after that week, it got down to 13. Uh-huh. Is, is it like unanimous agreement? Is that the it rule? It has to be, right. So uh, it's not so, like you can So at 13, of, everybody kind of wants to chop. 13, like what's the payout there then? About 800 grand probably? It would have been, I think, uh, for me and Corey, it would have been about 400 grand a piece, yeah, which okay. is still a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you had to have all 13 people agree. Were you good to chop at 13? We did not want to chop there. You did? Uh, we wanted okay. to keep going. Did you, right. and, and was part of that because, and do you know... I guess they give you a spreadsheet and it tells you what teams guys have left to, to pick ah, from. That's the great you, thing about the contest. So you can, you can see what other people might do. Everything is clear. They put out a spreadsheet every week with who has what left available, and then uh-huh. you see who everybody I'm takes. doing this next year. Okay, so uh, you're, like, know, in, this sounds you're like in pretty good fun. shape then, you're right, thinking. Right, exactly. We, we think yeah. we have a pass. Yeah, Mrs. P. She's lucky. <laughs> um, yeah, but sure. when it was 13, one guy, his name was Golden Boy, uh, who's this evidently this poker player that – uh, already has a lot of money. He said he wasn't chopping. So that kind of took the pressure off everybody else. Okay. Wasn't going to happen. That was, I think, the week before Christmas. Uh, right. Christmas so there's Eve. there's about three games left at this point. The Broncos were at home against the Patriots. And I think Ooh. out of the 13, nine people had the Broncos. Broncos. Yes. Um, and y'all, who did you take? Who was your Christmas? We had the Packers that day. Oh, okay. Um, so we had won earlier. Who did the they day. play? The, uh, the Panthers. Panthers. Packers, oh, that Panthers. was that day. Yeah, that was that day. So now there's four left. Now there's four left. Now we're chopping. And now we're chopping. Okay. So <laughs> all four contestants had proxies. So if you don't, you have to sign up in person in Nevada. Okay. If you don't live in Nevada, mm-hmm. you have to use a proxy to submit your picks for you because it has to be within Nevada state lines. Okay. Um. So all what does the, that mean? You have literally someone in Nevada that you contact and then they do it right. for you. So you pay a proxy to submit your picks for you. Wow. Um. Does do, does the Circa provide those? Do they have it? Like, it's have, like getting a caddy almost. <laughs> exactly. They, yeah. they work. With uh, a couple big big ones out there, but it's very safe. And, Why don't and we become people. proxies? Let's send our kids it's out to be proxies. <laughs> it's a good business. They said like eighty three percent of contestants were out of state. Yeah, yeah for so sure. Their proxy yeah. business is massive. But uh, once it got down to four, they reached out to us and said, "Hey, there's a uh, you know interest in chopping." Who does the guy who's running the tournament? The the um the proxies. Okay. okay. They said, okay. "Hey, there were two with each proxy." So me and Corey and then another guy had one proxy. Mm-hmm. Two contestants had another. They all reached out and said, hey, there's interest in chopping. Are you guys wanting to? And we said, yeah, at that point. And that's it was, about $2.2 million per team, so well, each got a million dollars. Exactly. So there was, wow. I think we chopped like 7.2 at the time. Yeah. And then we were going to play for the remaining two. Okay. Uh, to oh, go okay. all the way to the end. So did they, it go to the end? Or was it did there, go to the who, end. Did y'all win? We did. We also, did. you got the uh, the extra cash, too. We, we another did. Is that another couple million? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it ended up being another, half, about, who, I think, one point what, something what, million. What sent them out? Who, who how when what week did it end? What was your pick and what did they lose with? So we all you went from four. The you four all the chop. You're right. So mm-hmm. we're we all, all good. made it to the end. And so all the four. chop eventually didn't matter. Oh, okay. Because we all won the last two weeks. Oh, okay. So then we got to the end and we all split nine point. Oh, so you million. just added that too. Exactly. So when you said you won. You so didn't you win got that a check for. Two point three. Two point three something million dollars. Yeah, yeah big check. I saw the picture. And do they pay yeah. you that and then you just like an LLC get to pay your taxes on it? Or do they no, take it out before they send it? They withheld I, a certain what, percent. Okay. Uh, up front. And, and I, don't, I don't care if it's mm-hmm. a personal. I'm not going to ask to see your invoice <laughs> or your bank account. I want to know how much after taxes you Well, each. hold on. It's 2.3 million, so it's 1.15 each. Correct. Right? Yep. What do yep. you take? What, what's your what's your What's your profit from that? I'll tell you all fair. Okay. All right. Yeah, all that's right. fair. All right. That's all right. Fair. It's not as bad as don't I worry, thought. Don't worry, guys. I'll, I'll tell you all at 931. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, w- I won't. All right. Okay. So it's not as bad as people say that. It's not. The taxes okay. were not as bad. Not like because you, you, no reason to ask you, oh, you won 40 million in the lottery. You got 18 million. Yeah, right. Or whatever. No. So tell me about 
when you realized, so I guess when you got to 13, mm-hmm. you're like, dang. Yeah, this is happening. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're in this thing, baby. It really uh, really heated up after Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh, I think you yeah. mentioned the Lions and the Packers. Uh, there were that took maybe out a bunch. 300 people and yeah. like. Took the line. Remember over, the Packers won that day. Over yes. two hundred had the Lions. Yeah, have to pick a Thanksgiving, including game. me. I right. had a buddy. I had a buddy who was I didn't know at the time. I think he may be in the same one that you're talking mm-hmm. about. He he because he was down between two that week, and neither one was great. That was late in the year too. Right? Yeah, the Thanksgiving. Right. Yep. But he ended up going. Uh, the Lions seemed like a pretty good bet that oh, day. Jordan came and out and threw it deep like. on the first yeah. play. I was so pissed. Yeah. Because yep. you all year told me. Jordan Love is terrible. I did he's not terrible. Tell he's I'm terrible. telling you, this guy's awful. That's and then Jordan Love plays. I'm like, we're watching this guy, and I'm like, oh my god, because yeah. I had the lines in that one. Yep. That's when things started to go really where he bad. Where gets his Hundred percent accurate. No, so anyway, you act like what? We, what? Uh, uh, okay, what's wrong so with him. So you win a nice chunk of change. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you enjoy this as a hobby of yours. You'll go do it next year, yep. et cetera, et cetera. But it's not. It's not life changing money, so it's but it's still. I mean, it's great. I mean, what do you buy a house? What are you going to do? It's not retirement money yeah. yet, but I, hopefully it'll bump yeah. that up by about ten years. So yes. I, I'll, I'll invest it invest and hopefully it. see it in fifteen, twenty years. That's and beautiful. I'll be. I mean, I'll put a little bit now, aside. You, you went out and had some fun with it. Obviously, you're going to have some fun with yep, it. Yep, we did. We had a good time in Vegas. Did you ever have an argument with your with Corey about a, a pick? Not did an you ever argument. Get into like, man, I'm telling you. So, because he, he saved the season off. early, he saved the season early. I got to okay. give him all the credit for that. Okay, uh, I almost killed us as well um, uh-huh. when that Ravens game. I, I don't know if he would admit it to me now, but yeah. I think he wanted to take the Saints that day. And, and who the did Saints they play? won. I think they played the Giants. Um, okay, and that was old Tommy Cutlets when he was oh, playing. Yeah, and that was an easy win for the Saints. And I'm yeah. sitting there the entire time thinking, "Oh my God, did I just cost us right. potential? You know, nine yes. million dollars. Oh. Saints went easy, but thank God the Ravens won. Yes, and that saved us. I don't know if he'd admit that to me because he he said either one was fine with him. But yeah, uh, we we never argued. That's good. Um, you guys have been friends forever though since high school. Yep. Yeah, went to high school together. Yeah, so that's great, man. I mean, well, congratulations. It's great. Uh, the king of the degenerates is who this guy, uh, Ryan like, M, is what we got in here, man. And uh, many, uh, many happy. I guess continues. safe to say you'll be playing again this year. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I'll be back. Are <laughs> you allowed? To, are you allowed to do more than one entry? You can do ten entries a person. Yeah. So up to so ten. Ten thousand. You got a Matt, ten G 10, laying around, Hick. Yeah. You're gonna. I'm, by the way, when I say we should do it, I also admit you should pay. <laughs> I'll lend you my expertise to help guide us through. I like that. That's yeah. a great call on your part. Well, congratulations, man. Great Thank you very That's much. cool. What a cool yeah. story. Yeah. What a cool story. Ryan M., champion, millionaire, Jacksonville FLA. Yeah, my best friend. All right, let me tell you, it's 20 grand to appear on the drill. Oh, yeah, hey, we perfect. Did. You just yeah. don't know where to send the check. <laughs> this, this is the drill. All right, back with more. Uh, we'll either trend or headline or something that we consider fun. Next on the Catlin Chuck Accessories Tuesday. What you gonna do? Yeah. I wanna get out. Uh huh. What you gonna do? That's right. I remember when they were gonna be at the wedding. Yeah, it's not looking good for that. Well, it's, uh, absolutely. We're it's, in go time. I gotta be honest. We give our guy great props for all the terrific stuff he does. We love him. Yeah. We uh-huh. take him everywhere. He's one of us. Yeah. He's a brother from another mother. I love y'all too. Yeah. He, he failed this one. That <laughs> was it. It was, a, know, that's a big it was L, early man. first test. You know, he hadn't been with us that long. We put it out there on a platter. We gave him yeah. an unlimited budget. All you had to do was really was Hicken's cash. I, I, I mean, he was he was he was in an area where I think I could have got him to commit. You know, I, I, I know. I think he, he busted have. me for an extra like ten grand probably on my daughter's wedding. He just kept <laughs> leaning on me, e and beautiful, suggesting things to Mrs. P and <laughs> bringing him up in front of my my daughter i mean just terribly inappropriate things so i really i wanted to get 
Ugh. I wanted to. I was willing to go up to seventy k for for, and you know, you Eat. failed me. Yeah. I just, not yet, though. Not yet. But man. you're not. The, oh, it's you're, over. Yeah, it's over. The, the wedding's in like a week. <laughs> I mean, I I don't now, know how booked cool the gang is, but, but they're probably yeah, booked. Uh, I mean, again, the gang cool any of them at some yeah. point. We yeah, would have taken, uh, taken any of them. But uh, despite that, I'm not going to make you the pest of the day. I'm not going to double down on that. That would be unfair. <laughs> but <laughs> certainly some disappointment over here on this side of the glass. Uh, but my pest today brought you my Mission Pest Solutions. Uh, they're the solution for me and my family. They will be for yours. It's Mission Pest Solutions. Call 944-PEST. You'll speak directly with the owners. That's how they roll. They are the best when it comes to customer service. Read the Google reviews. Veteran and locally owned. This is a terrific company that is uh, going to be a part uh, with you and keeping. Man, the pests are certainly prevalent here in Florida. That's for sure. No, my, my pest, and look, we had the PGA Tour in here today for brunch with the tour. Mm-hmm. I think this is just a hole in the system, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. But this this notion that if an amateur is in the field, if he wins, it should be right then on the spot decide if you want to stay or leave. I don't know what antiquated world the USGA trying to maintain any semblance of power that it can, but the notion of amateurism in sports is dead. There is no more amateurism in sports. At college athletes are paid. Olympic as Olympic is the gold standard. They're paid. So, and I know it never happens, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Amateurs don't win on PGA tours, so you don't want to make too big about something that never happens. But it's all that my, my pest of the day is the hole in the system that allows a cat to go out and beat the very best players in the world, and then yeah, but you don't get the first place money. It's yeah. just it's silly. But that's my pest of the day. Brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. If anyone cared about Miami basketball, they could be the pest of the day, Dan. Miami Hurricanes basketball. Mm-hmm. Are you aware of what the, the Canes have managed to do so far this year? They managed to start the season, I think, number seven in the power ratings, number 12 in the polls. And they've managed to now, through a large portion of the uh, basketball schedule, they've managed to be three and four in conference, 12 and six overall. And abs- Oh, wait, Joe U is on line one here. Never, oh, never dear. mind. Hello, Joe. Top of the morning, boys. Yeah, we got a tough year. Actually, injuries. You know, Amir was out. Syracuse did that magical shot at the bottom. I, I saw that. I uh, just, that's why I, I, I knew it was painful. That's why I went there. Yeah, right. I was, we're first off the final four, though. So I'm still basking yeah, in the after yeah, glow. So yeah, I that's fair. Um, Who'd you lose to, San Diego State? Which side did you have? I'm sorry, what? In the final four, did you have San Diego State? You lost to them or you lost to UConn? No, I don't we, lost to the, we lost to the national you lost to the UConn. last three yeah. years. Yeah, the last three years. Nice. Close, we went to lead eight year before that. You're kind of the key to winning it all, you're saying. The key to winning all. The <laughs> same with the ladies. The Lady Canes lost to the national nice. championship. The Cavender twins, um, did you? In? Hey, yeah, they left too. But uh, I know. hey, I was the uh, first uh, athlete, this is going to be a trivia question one day, to get NIL money. So you were good thing the Gators. Good thing the Gators didn't try to come in off from fifteen million dollars and stuff that they couldn't pay him. Hmm. But uh, I digress. <laughs> um, the game. I was watching the game, but my boy said, "But I'm like, why? Why didn't call a timeout? Did y'all cover this? I don't know." But, Tampa. Uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, we covered time. it. Didn't make. Didn't seem to make sense. It'll make extend the game as long as you can. You never know what happens, man. Crazy bounces and. And and but they and, got the ball back. I mean, it'd been thirteenth. And why'd they go for two? That's dumb, man. I don't. This uh, this is uh, analytics have driven these coaches I mean, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Fire everybody, man. These dudes are dumb, man. I, the analytics get, department. Let, let them, you want to win it at the end. 
win it at the end. But I feel like I, I got to be honest, Joe. I almost feel like it's a, it's revenge of the nerds. I think the nerds all got together at yeah. some point. They decided they're going to crash the sports party, the professional sports party. They're going to introduce this ridiculous known analytics, and they're going to convince the meatheads and the jocks who are too stupid to realize they're Correct. being grifted. They're going to convince them to just do idiotic things when it comes to strategy. 100%. I believe Everything that. you just said. Yeah. 100%. I believe that. Everything that is what's said. happened. So the meatheads and the jocks need to give some swirlies. They need to fire all these cats and go back to, I don't know, punting when you're fourth and one at your own 27. <laughs> or you know kicking the field goal when you have a chance to, quote, get points. <laughs> I'm going to tell you who's not going to be doing stupid stuff like that is the Carolina Panthers. Dan Morgan is a football guy. People who may be young and, and don't realize who Dan Morgan is, he's the best linebacker to play in college now. Not his full career, but he was the best linebacker to play at Miami. He was a good player. Yeah, but he was I on mean, the staff last year of this horrible football team. I don't understand why he would be the guy. To, I don't know. We'll see. If I don't know enough about you're not him. not making the decision, and inside they may think that he was arguing for this guy when they took that guy. Maybe he's like, you better hope. I told you take Stroud. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know. Or, or, and hey, on sports. Yeah. My last thing, Sports Illustrated. Oh, sad. Um, it's sad. called karma. You know what I mean? It's called karma when you, out of all the things in the world you could put on your cover, you suggest that the that the five-time national champion Miami Hurricanes, it was four times when that cover came out. I mean, a full cover. Why Miami should stop? Karma from 03. I mean... Get him Let out it of go, here, Joe. I, I mean, mean, my God. Karma from like 02 or 99. What's hey, he even doing? Hey, you want to talk about keeping receipts? I mean, good <laughs> grief, man. <laughs> receipt hey, I've got a uh, culture question. I mean, um, I got a culture fa- correspondent. I know you are. And that's why I'm going to you. I've got a fashion show side by side here. Oh, yeah. Breezy and Quavo. Uh, Chris Brown. Huh? That's Chris Breezy. Yes, Chris Breezy. I'm sorry. Huh? And Quavo. Yeah. Sitting From next Migos. to each other, they have a they have a beef. Yeah, they beef. They what beef. is the deal with the beef? First off, um, what's the beef? Is it base, over? You know who? Yeah, it's over Carucci. Carucci. Oh, Carucci. Breezy's uh, ex girlfriend. Okay, they both were liking uh, her. Basically, basically, okay. that's what it's about. It's about a girl. All right, Chris Brown has uh, responded. He did or did not slap this one around. He did not. Okay. Well, to, to our to our knowledge, is that a That's like. Proven fact that he did that stuff. No, well, so or is that Rihanna, still? Yeah, yeah so right. Yeah, so yeah. he, right. it's fair to. Yeah, it's fair to own you. Mm-hmm. He also, uh, uh, what can you interpret for me? The uh, text from Chris Brown. Yes, yes. I, I won't read it all because decorum prohibits. But go ahead, I'll, I'll, I'll translate. Okay, can't pick who you sit by. Uh-huh. All that growth bleep. Not finna fumble my bag. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. What does not finna fumble my bag mean? Fumble my bag mean I'm not going to lose my money. Okay. I'm not going to lose the money. I, 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 Jeff could have probably translated yeah. that. You could not fit uh-huh. a fumble, fumble uh-huh. in my bag? I thought that that had to do with fumbling his cash. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh-huh. I didn't understand the, like, the why would first he fu- part. Why would he fumble? So, you mean, well, probably whatever that, that seat, first part had. That seat yeah. cost a lot of money? So basically what happened is they were, they were both at uh, Fashion Week in Paris. He sits and, down and goes, are you kidding me? I'm right next to you, Quavo? Basically, and you don't get to pick who you sit by. Ah. So they sat him right next. So everybody speculated, oh, why are they sitting by next to you? I'm other? not fitting a funnel. He's like, I ain't about to fumble I'm my bag. I'm not, not wasting my right. money. He yeah. can move. He can fumble his bag. Dude. Okay. All right. Thank you, E. You're welcome. All right. All right. Are we going to, are we trending? Are we headlining? What are we doing? Go headlines. We're doing one of yeah. Don't look in there and stare <laughs> off into space. We're doing one of them. Let's go headlines. All right, Come New on. York City headlines brought to you by Pet Paradise. Uh, they're a headline maker. Don't fall for the imitators. Go with the innovators. Pet Paradise is taking this pet spa 
uh, to a whole new level, man. And you're going to love the people that work there because they love your pet. And uh, I lost two this year, man. I know how much we all love our pets. How important it is to us. Go that extra mile and make sure it's pet paradise you're dealing with for all your pet care providing needs, whether it's grooming or veterinary with New Day Vet Care. Uh, keep them somewhere that loves them. If you have to do long-term boarding, overnight play dates, it's all right there under one roof. And there are a lot of those one roofs around town, eight or nine here locally, dozens and dozens throughout the Southeast. Pet Paradise for all your needs here, there, and everywhere. It's Pet Paradise. There goes the neighborhood. Locals worried as supercar-loving Minnesota billionaire massively overspends on piece-of-crap houses in picturesque neighborhood. It's mm. mm. a lot there. Right, this usually don't get if you have a big fancy neighborhood, you don't have crappy houses. I don't like, understand. Sounds like we're gonna be tearing them down and building something I, else. I, I guess. Yeah. Three Kansas City Chiefs fans found frozen to death outside home of friend who had no knowledge bodies were outside. Listen, man, you get to drinking. Who knows when people are dying in your backyard? Too much Hennessy. 2024 Oscar nominations announced. See the full list. Yeah, you'd have to go to the theater to have Oscars. No one in my world goes to the theater anymore. In her we stream own, everything. In her own skin, Selena Gomez reflects on her body's changes then and now. I, I like will that. never look like this again. I like that that sweet little Selena Gomez. Isn't she, is she sweet or no? I she like seems her. sweet to me. I like her. Right. And she, like, in today's age, She's where they all got girl. something. I don't think. Why would you say that? She's keeping it real. There's nothing dirty girl about Selena. That's not keeping it real. Thank you. Oh, I don't like that at all. Follow a long cheer star looks unrecognizable after skipping Emmy's reunion. There's, you know what? You say that, and in my mind, pops like four cheer stars that it could be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually that poor Kirstie Alley. They ride her up and down like a like a hot air balloon. She's gone now. Is she? Yeah. Well, so they can't do that. Maybe you shouldn't. Well, I'm not doing anything. I don't know she's dead. Rest up. You Kenyatta killed Kenyatta Walker. He's alive and walking. Right? Was it, Kenyatta, it wasn't Kenyatta Walker. Uh, Applebee's customers gutted over date night passes, which sold out in one minute. Well, it's probably because of that song. Is it over now? Taylor Swift's alleged stalker tries to hide his face as he's let out in handcuffs after charges. Oh, yeah. Kelsey will go get him. Uh Uh-huh. He will. They found love. Rihanna fangirls over Natalie Portman at Paris Fashion Week. One of the hottest bitches in Hollywood. Oh, my. I just read them. Language. I just read them. Nine o'clock. Wow. We go bizzles here on this show, man. I mean, catch I just yourself. read them. Check yourself. <laughs> read the room. Even Andy Reid's wife took a photo with shirtless Jason Kelsey. <laughs> Kelsey was a nut. He dude. was. He was. Out of the bag, details of Fanny Willis' improper relationship with prosecutor goes public as bombshell divorce docs unsealed. This goes beyond politics. When you read, like, what th- this this lady is. Hires this dude, her boyfriend, who she flies around and has fun with. Ooh. Hired her, and he's never any experience in this particular. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's two to tango inside the explosive love life of Argentinian president and his actress girlfriend. Oh, boy. Ooh, I bet that's crazy. Fiery minds, it's fiery Latin love. Uh, no, no, no. I love what he knows. Well, what we read. I mean, Bizzle made right? the air, but love, we're knowing. Love bites. <laughs> Bianca Sensori loves Kanye's new titanium teeth so much, she made them her phone background. 
titanium teethy? Is that a new thing? I got a grill, but mine ain't titanium. Titanium? I mean, you can gnaw through anything with that titanium. Right? You can also hit a golf ball one way. I just read them. Uh, apologies wow. for read the language. Uh, the turn for home <laughs> coming up next. All right. Uh, it is Jaguars today on the clock. Coming up next, Tony in studio with us. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. How are we doing? We got a defensive coordinator. I, we do. That had to happen. I mean, look, on the surface, I... I see nothing to quibble about. No, I mean, it's it's funny with this kind of stuff. Coaching searches and GM searches, I, I don't have much to add except what we've already seen them do, right? Like, I was excited when they hired Doug Peterson because I've seen the guy win a Super Bowl. It's it's With a guy like Nielsen, he did a good job in Atlanta last year, right? And he's more aggressive than what we saw called, well, maybe – maybe, in that he plays more man. It's not like Colwell wasn't blitzing plenty right. uh, last season, especially here with the Jaguars, and we'll see if he wants to do more 4-3 or 3-4, those kind of things, and you know everyone's reacting to it, but it seems like most of the reaction, at least, with the hiring of Nielsen is, is positive, and we'll be talking about that throughout the show. That's the question of the day. Just what is your reaction to it? Demetrius Harvey will be in studio with us for the – Full two hours this morning from the nice. Times Union, and we'll check in with Pete Prisco, too. Try to get to the bottom of whatever it is that he heard a couple weeks ago to say that Trent Baalke may be thinking about okay. stepping away. Right. And, you know, how realistic or unrealistic that might be. He, you know, followed up in that statement saying, I don't think that's happening. Uh, so we'll at least ask Pete about what he heard that led him to even share that little tidbit a couple weeks ago. All right. Sounds good. Jaguars today. The whole cast of characters. Looking forward to that. That's coming up next. E? Now, today's takeaways. Brought to you by Key Buick GMC, where our family dealership has been helping families buy vehicles for over 50 years. Uh, my takeaway is within minutes, both the FCC and HR are on the phone lines with the 1010XL Studios. My takeaway is Ryan M., Kyle M. Kyle, yes. <laughs> is my degenerate spirit hero. Yes. Shout out. Nice. My takeaway, man. One of the hottest bitches in Hollywood. <laughs> That's a quote. That's a quote. I was in the pool.